Hey Ryan, I'm thinking of starting another podcast. Yeah, and what about? How to sell black market toenail clippings. It's going to be a hit. Why would... Never mind, never mind. I don't know who would listen to that, but more power to you. Only issue I'm having is uh, where to host it. I've tried different places. I've checked out uh, different hosting sites. All of the hosting sites cost money. And the few free ones that don't, they don't give you anything like listener views or geolocation, like where they're listening from. And on top of all that, I still need to make my own website. You do know with Fire Talk Radio, where our show's hosted at, we use Anchor.fm, right? Huh? It's great. It's free. You can see how many downloads each episode has, where people are listening from. That's Anchor.fm. That's right. You sent that to me. Well, do I still need to create my own website to uh, get it to, like, Apple and Stitcher? No, Anchor does that all for you. When you sign up with your email, it gives you everything you need to host your own show and podcast. It gives you the website. It gives you the RSS feed. It allows you to attach it to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all the other ones. Thanks, man. That makes things a ton easier. Now, can you take a look at this rash? I'm worried I have monkeypox. Uh, no, that's all you, man. That's a personal problem. So, what was that website again? Man, you got a, such a short attention span. I'll it's Anchor.fm. Either go on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. I'll just send you the link as a backup again. But check out Anchor.fm. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for joining us tonight on Fire Talk Airlines. For this flight, we uh, will not have any um, good entertainment for you as uh, our movies have all been uh, canceled uh, due to their wokeness uh, or lack of wokeness. So we brought in the uh, cast of... High School Musical to sing a song for you on the way. But it's not the High School Musical you were thinking of. It's uh, actually my cousin's uh, ensemble of High School Musical at the uh, local theater, the uh, kids' theater, uh, ages uh, 6 through 8. They'll be singing every song that is in every version of High School Musical, So uh, sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the music. We're back again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We are, we are here. <laughs> uh, tonight's Somehow. a little bit different. Uh, we've got Ryan, we've got me, Jason, and uh, my lovely wife, Kelly, here to uh, round things the out. Voice uh, of Oz. The Wizard voice of Oz. Oz. I do exist. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look behind the curtain. 
Um, we got some crazy stories though today. Uh, what are what are some of the things we got talking about today? Oh, good lord! Um, talking about. Sorry. Now I got thrown off because she's singing the fucking opening <laughs> song. That's great. Um, the Wizard of Oz, the voice of reason. Right. So we're going to make fun of how we're going to see how this is working out with Elon Musk and go in a little bit more detail um, with wanting to buy Twitter and then Twitter trying to enact the poison pill and bullshit like that. Um, and then we're going to talk about the New York uh, shooter because that was a clusterfuck of uh, bullshit. Um, we're going to talk about a doctor hiding fetuses in their house. Um, why have feet not have fetuses in your house? Um, we're all parents. We all understand that, um, parents have a choice Florida made that perfectly clear. And the question is, why is New Jersey now wanting Forcing. to teach Forcing. stuff that to children? That's highly inappropriate. Um, and the uh, controversial, we sent two trans uh, men to women to a female prison and two women got pregnant. So we wonder what, how that happened. Who saw that Couldn't one coming? Who saw that coming? I didn't see but coming. first, I just want to pull up a uh, video on how much it sucks to be Biden right now. So... Biden's had I mean, a, a bad couple weeks, um, just optically, not counting like everything else in the world that he screwed up. Um, so here's let, let me play this video. So here's Biden. <laughs> he invites uh, um, Obama, Former President Obama, yeah, to speak. and Biden's at this. He, it's like it's not even his party. He's the most important person in the world. The president of the United States is basically the most important person in the world. Everybody is ignoring him. He's wandering around. He's like, okay, have you ever gone to a party that somebody invited you to, but you don't know anybody there? So you just kind of like sit in the corner or you wander around or you like latch onto your one friend. You're the wallflower. Yeah. You're the wallflower. Yes. That was Biden at his own party at the White House. Even Obama, he's got his hand on his shoulder for, what, 30 seconds? Obama's not even paying attention to him. Well, fuck, uh, Harris was getting more attention from Obama than Biden was. Right? It's because she's got a history of being a call girl. <laughs> that, she's got more use than I mean, Biden I mean, there right is now. that rumor, man. She uh, sucked her way to the top. She just right? didn't get caught. There's no um, way she failed up that many times without. Oh God! Um, well, speaking of failing up, okay. I speaking look up of to failing her. Up, She's my role model. Good God! So before the the what's her name, uh, Miss the new Supreme Court Justice. Um, oh, K- Katanji Jackson. Brown? Yeah, something like, I gotta. I'll look her up. Um, I messed that up. The the. I think you're actually right. what, is it Brown or Jackson? Maybe I, I don't can't remember. remember. I'll look up. Um, yeah. Congratulations! I'm glad. I mean, you still can't tell us what a male or a female or a man or a female is, but okay. Um, 
Harris was on that short list of Supreme Supreme Court nominees. Well, here's the thing. The reason she got vice president is because Biden literally months before said, I am going to pick a black female vice president. Then he says, I'm going to pick a black female Supreme Court justice. If you're narrowing the pool of candidates down to black female of course she would be on that list. Well, A, if you're narrowing it down months before you make a decision, you already screwed half of, I don't know, however many people were out I mean, of the running in the first like, place. I mean, there's like laws in place to not. Yeah, I swear there's an amendment on that. Happen. You know, <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like we have an amendment that says you cannot base hiring on. I believe there's like. Three civil it, liberty acts, like yeah. civil service, civil acts, like so, 14, 15, and yeah, 16 or something but, like that. But do but, they really exist? Well, they exist for us. I know, but, I know. They don't exist for the elite, apparently. Um, But, okay, back to Biden, though. So that was him at a party. Well, if here's we're going to call him, Biden elite, I mean, that just, that just tops, that just tops it, a dumb... Here's the funny one. So this happened about a week ago. Biden gets done with a speech in, uh, is it University of Virginia, I think it was, or something like that? It's one of the universities. Yeah. He gets done with a speech, goes to shake hands with ghosts. So I'm going to play it. So he gets done. He turns to his right, and nobody there. Turns to the back. Oh, still nobody. Now he's kind of wandering around the back of the stage, doesn't know where to go. Somebody points him off. And there's literally people walking him off stage, telling him where to go. Yeah, he needs his handlers. God damn it. You can't tell me this guy is competent. Oh, no, not at all. He's literally turning and trying to shake hands with Spectrum. He's a dementia patient waiting for a nursing home to make a great advertisement for why dementia people should be in this nursing home what's um, what's that what's that uh retirement community in florida um oh god they had the song uh huge retirement community in florida i can't think I of the name. Oh, i have no idea um, they would never send them to the florida something or other forbid the democrats support DeSantis. um yeah i can't think of the name off the top of my head but Man. that's what he needs he he should not be running this country Running He's off not. what Kelly just said, DeSantis is really fucking uh, is really hitting like knockout home runs. I yeah. swear oh, left well, and right. Well, I think the biggest thing is too. I mean, even though I do really enjoy what he's doing, I think a lot of it too is it's being seen as so extraordinary because of the shit we're dealing with. In the oh no, no, yeah. Now, well, I mean, the fact is, is he's I mean, not like backing finally, down. Yeah, That's what it is. Is someone's doing something you have, right or the way it should be doing it? Yeah, you and have. It shouldn't this crap shouldn't have been going on for this long? And it's just finally. You you have all of these uh, Republican governors or people like uh, Christy Nome, who in uh, South Dakota, I think it is. Yeah. Oh who, yeah. You know she does some great things. But then once there's pushback from the liberal establishment, she caves. And she doesn't, she, I, I hate to, I know she doesn't have balls. She's a woman, but um, 
She needs. She doesn't have balls. Uh, DeSantis, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, South yeah, Dakota never Sa- implemented a single COVID. She did uh, not mandate. She let people decide but, on what they wanted to decide. But, right. Yeah. But I. But for uh, a lot of the other ones, when she's out talking, when she she's she's trying to play the uh, the safe game, the you know. Uh, there was a bill similar to Florida's that uh, she turned down. There was, I mean, um, there's a lot where she caves to pressure. DeSantis doesn't cave. In fact, Disney went after DeSantis. And you know what DeSantis's response is? Hey, why don't we uh, take away that special exemption that you guys have where you basically have your own county and don't have to mm-hmm. apply for any the permits? Self, the self-governing uh, yeah. Section oh, of and Florida. man, and all the child sex trafficking stuff that's coming out of there right now. Oh, yeah. So, so someone, so I was watching something because CNN came, CNN, they're like, oh, they were talking about, oh, well, everyone's not focusing on Disney, they're, that they're doing this, this, and this, which is not absolutely true, which is actually true because CNN actually did a six month investigative story on disney and they they showed three people who worked there in the higher ups and arrested for uh for uh grooming for trafficking yeah or making children magically disappear and then you on top of that you have them basically saying their programming is going to be woke and uh um transgender and you know yeah see my wife asked me it's like why haven't we gotten rid of disney plus yet because they we've all we already paid the the one year script so they already got our money am i going to renew it probably not but they're not going to give me my money back of the difference that i'm not using when i cancel i think what scares me about that is we have Disney Plus. We used to watch Disney. My son watches Disney shows. I feel like I hate, I need to screen them ahead of time now. I watch I a lot of I watch a lot of the older stuff. Like the, mm-hmm. if I watch cartoons, like if my son and I watch cartoons on Disney Plus, we watch the old '90s Marvel stuff. Like oh yeah, X Men, Spider Man, uh, all that. Yeah, um, gargoyles, gargoyle, all all of that. Is I because you can't change that to whatever narrative that as that shit was already done and yeah out. um and that and that's a little bit of, I mean some of the newer movies kind of make me go yeah because yeah. we watched uh, that new one uh, seeing red where that girl turns into Turning a red. box. Yeah, yeah, you and Chase saw that yeah. or watched that. Yeah, it, I she didn't turns watch into it. My a red kid. Panda. You know what's funny is someone made the clarification that's Boo from the one girl from that movie is Boo from Monsters yeah. Inc. because of the pink overall shorts and the flower. Yeah, I recently it's the same saw flower. a video that there is um, in, in the Disney sphere, or I guess Pixar is a uh, Toy Story. Pixar, from that, yep. uh, Pixar, those movies. It's from that that sphere. And um, there's a lot of, there's a world within a world there because there's always Easter eggs. And yes, I don't know if that's guaranteed her, but they've even made references to her being one of the 
the orphan daughters that grew adopt. Yep. Oh, yep. the okay. one the one that the, uh, so plays fluffy. with Agnes. Yep. The one with Agnes. The unicorn. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which of course her name is Agnes there, so it's like, are you? Is it? Is it really Boo? Is Agnes really her name? Obviously, what happened to her parents? Because obviously she had parents when she was in Monsters Inc. So what happened? Right. So. Well, that's the insinuation. I don't think we actually physically ever see her parents. There's just always the assumption that she had parents. Um, but like I say, after after the leaked video of that uh, call with the executives, and oh, you God. have you have the one woman now. How weird is this? Talk about uh, uh, the odds of this happening. You have a woman who has two children one is transgender and the other is a what did she call it a bisexual um uh like non-gender or non whatever binary non-binary yeah bisexual non-binary and it's like okay i know uh quite a few gay friends um Never seen it where multiple brothers or multiple people in one family, like, just happen to all be, all be gay or all be transgender or all be, like, there has to be some sort of my, social my is, aspect with that. I don't think, I mean, I can understand if you're, if you're, if you, if my wife and I already had this conversation, if my son or my daughter came to me, well, we think we're gay. Fantastic. You just know you can't have sleepovers. Um, <laughs> that, I mean, that's about it. Um, yeah, if our son came to us and said that, I'd be like, okay. No more sleepovers. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. And uh, I don't, if he comes like, I think I'm a girl. Eh, let, let's let's kind of sit, let's kind of put a pin on that comment. Yeah. Like, and we'll, tell, you, tell, let's, tell you what, come back to me in about 15 years and 10 years, 10, 15 years and see if you feel I, the same I, way. The thing is, I, I know some people who did the tra- the full transition and regret it. There's a lot of statistics out there. Um, there was a statistic I saw that, um, what is it, uh, 40% of uh, transgender people commit suicide. Of that, of the people that uh, transition, it doesn't deviate much from the mean. Uh, the mean? The mean? The mean. Average? The average. The mean. Yeah, yeah whatever the, mean. The, the, the baseline. It doesn't deviate yeah. much. So whenever someone says, well, you have to let them transition because you're saving lives, not really. Because it doesn't they, change. They need in- time to figure it out. Well, I mean, that was and the one the thing that Trump did for the military for the trans. He didn't say trans people couldn't join. He told them that you need to be transitioned already. Right. Yep. You can't go to an active war zone and not be able to have access to your medication. Because when you're in a war zone, there's no guarantee you are in an area to where you can get your meds. Right. 
I think there's a lot of mental stuff behind that, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, physically deciding and going through that and dealing with that, and then you lose a support system. Well, even not even a support system that you had outside the military. But then you have this transition where you're in a military, you, you have these brothers and sisters, and you still don't even know what the hell you're supposed to be doing. And now you're being deployed. Yeah. And there's a there's I can't I, I can't speak from experience. I'm completely ignorant on this. I think there's a definitely a lot more than just well, you know, access to pills and care, but I mean that definitely takes a chunk out of your timing in well, there, there, there's the, also thing, a- the thing is, is transgenderism is gender dysphoria. It's still in the DCM. It's in the DCM three, four, five, and the five being the latest one. It's gender dysphoria. All right. It is a mental condition, just like if you have body dysmorphia, where you know you're thin. People that are anorexic have body dysmorphia. They're incredibly thin, but they see themselves as being fat. They don't say, "Oh." Well, your body dysmorphic, uh, you know, we'll let you live your life, uh, you know, as a fat person or we'll let you, you know, uh, no, they they try to get them the support that they need to break that dysmorphia. Well, first of all, they have to identify the problem appropriately. And and that's one of the biggest things with a lot of therapies is a lot of the times they'll get misdiagnosed. Then when you're dealing with sexuality with this as a new complaint. I'd be very new in relationship to a lot of other mental, you know, afflictions, disorders, whatever you want to call it. I mean, this is very, very new territory. Well, let's look at, and I don't have the statistics in front of me, so I'm going to ballpark them. But uh, there was, uh, I think it was um, one of the uh, the, uh, research companies, uh, you know, that does uh, polling, polling research companies. Um, and the people that were born in, uh, after night from 1960 to like 1980, uh, it was like 1.7% believed that, yeah. uh, they were, you know, uh, transsexual, non-binary, whatever, you know, um, after 1990, it jumps up to like 9% at 2010, it jumps up to 17%. Between 2018 and 2021, it jumped up to a little over 20%. That's because it's a trend. It's a trend. It's a social contagion. It it's has nothing like, to do with um, your mental, with, uh, you know, it's a social contagion. You tell little kids mm-hmm. that, oh, you can be a girl if you want to be a girl today. Well, it's not. It, it's trickle down. It's trickle down because obviously you've seen everyone throw fits about these furries in schools. Oh, Jesus but, Christ. you know, the cool kids, the cool kids, they've got a term for everything. Now, this is the hard thing. Whether these people are legit or not, if they legitimately feel this way, that's one thing. But the people that are just jumping on the bandwagon, just trying to put a term to anything of how they feel or and what they think they should feel or how other the- people should feel. These brothers and sisters and cousins and siblings in the community, they're talk, 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 because, like, how do we do this acceptingly? Because everybody wants to be accepted. It's, you know, you can't. It's it's child abuse if you don't accept your child or support your child. So people are being very careful on eggshells around this. And you see this trickle down. With other, like, there's nothing wrong 
if my son plays with Barbies or wants to dress up. Hell, no. we played in daycare and played dress up. Right. I don't care. If he comes and tells me, hey, you know, this, that, and the other, I don't care. I'll support him. But he better not be pushing his views on other people. Well, if people tease well, him, that's one thing. But that's, it's not even. It's a private conversation for in the house, and then we deal with it if and when it comes up. And the thing is, is it's not even just that. It's when you have these teachers that we've seen on TikTok. It, when you have. It's also on YouTube. It's getting better. YouTube. YouTube and, and, and it's everywhere way. talking about. Uh, there was one teacher that said uh, out of her, like, uh, 22 kids in her class, uh, 17 of them said that they were uh, gay, transsexual, or non-binary. So, just like, how do you get this- it? You kids are confused at that age. Uh, they're and it was a fifth grade class, so my son's age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're going through a part of their life where they don't know where they belong. They're confused about their body changing. They're confused because now they're starting to get hormones and they're starting to see the opposite sex or starting to see. And then they have somebody tell them, oh, well, maybe, you know, because you're not into girls, maybe you're you are a girl or maybe you're gay or, you know, you don't confuse kids like that. Yeah. Especially at that age. But you, I mean, the parents, it's the parents' jobs to sit down and talk with them. Like, right. the way I'm thinking, and I, I know this is going to really sound bad. You, okay, first of all, Disney and all this media and the teachers, I mean, they're really sexually sexualizing children. They shouldn't. However, parents also need to take on the responsibility to explain sexuality to your child. What was it in the early point, 2000s? We like there was a big thing about parents and um, the pageants, the pageant moms. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I think that was because what John Bonet was killed, and there was yeah. a, that was what oh 2001. How long ago was yeah, that? I think that was that late was a 90s. while ago. Yeah, I want to say it yeah. was late 90s. But then I mean, obviously we we got well, I mean you had pageant uh, toddlers and tiaras. Yeah, you yep. had a lot of honey boo boo, honey boo boo, <laughs> oh, and stuff like that. But <laughs> it was okay, all so early two thousand. Kudos those, kudos those to those people because I could not do that. Some of those people really put so, in work, but I mean, it's def- it's not my cup of tea. It's you know, for some people, great, <clears throat> but so, you know, me, it's yeah. With the different. with this conversation, the way it's going, so New Jersey is implementing this conversation into their first grade and up oh god Um, on tiktok someone let the website slip of what they are using it is called amaze.org and it is one of the most disturbing websites i've ever could ever think of um so there's like talk about six with young younger children um how babies are made um, to a first grader to a first grader. Okay. Listen in sex ed class, and, it should be very what biological. Should I know about gender. Oh God. Like, can you play that? They're trying or? to say that they're, they're trying to say that the doctors can get your genders wrong when you, when you're born. And I'm like, I, I do believe we were can told. You, can you play that? Which one? This one? Yeah. What should I know about my gender? Uh, let me make sure I also click the sound on my share. There we go. 
bring that back up. This is to first graders. What should I know about my gender? Hey, welcome back, everyone. I'm thinking that tonight we should get back to a really important subject we talked about early on. The gender roles or rules our kids are exposed to. What bothers me is when toys are made in girl and boy versions. Even bingo. Seems like companies are just trying to make twice as much money. I think you're right about that, Adele. Or because they like different things. Toy stores are great places for helping kids notice and think about gender labels. They give us an opportunity to reinforce the message that kids can be who they are. They don't have to fit in with what somebody else thinks they should be or should like to play with. But when they get older, they'll be picked on if they're different. I was teased in the third grade by other boys. So mean they made me cry. I was raised to think that you had to prove your masculinity constantly or you might lose it. What a ridiculous idea that is. Where the heck is my masculinity? I I just had it a minute ago. (laughs) My kid sister Carmen was teased about being a lesbian because she liked to play baseball instead of softball. And she felt really stuck because our aunt was gay and we always thought it was cool. So Carmen didn't want to say, don't call me that, as if it was a bad thing. But she did want to defend herself from the name-calling somehow. Unfortunately, lots of kids use sex and gender to bully other kids. And kids who are targets often feel powerless to make it stop. That's why parents and teachers need to challenge bullying right away. Children need reassurance that there's no right way or wrong way to be a male or female. Gender is just a part of who we are, not a measure of our worth. My friends have a five-year-old son who insists he's a girl. It hasn't been easy for them, but they let him take the lead on this. Their preschool is supportive, too. I give them a lot of credit. I don't know how I'd react if it were my child. Are you it's fucking kidding me? me? by this idea, Fiona. I love it. People who are transgender help everyone think through their own assumptions about gender. It also helps me think about what's really important to me. I just want my child to be honored for who he or she really is. And I think everyone should get to yell bingo, no matter what kind of body parts they were born with. Bingo! Hey, we're actually going this weekend. If anyone wants to join us. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't make any sense. It made absolutely no sense. I think the biggest problem I have with that video is when she says the teachers need to challenge bullying right away. First of all, if you're going to use that kind of wording, you've already lost the battle because you've made that student more powerful than that teacher. It should have been teachers should put a stop to bullying. First and foremost, it doesn't matter because that student, oh, you know, with any policy and procedure, school or hospitals, which, of course, they lie to us, you know, (laughs) anti-bullying policies, sexual harassment policies. Nope, you're fired. It's a one and done. That's but if you're if you're if you're worth enough to them, they'll just move you to a different department or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, we I know exactly how that is, especially where I'm at. Um, No, my thing is, if you're a teacher and you need to have reassurance from a child of Mm -hmm. Of how you want to be, you you shouldn't be doing that job. No. Yep. No. Um, it's it's egotistical of we, the adult. So that's what it is. Is so they want the child school, to inflate their ego. When you guys were in school, how much of your teacher did you know? 
Did you know that? I don't even know my teachers I was were shocked married. Whenever I, if I ever saw a teacher outside of school, I was shocked because for some reason I had this idea that they lived at school. And when we left school, they basically like went into like a closet or like hibernated like a computer. And like, I'd see them like out shopping and I'm like, wait, what are you doing here? Right. And you no, know what? I, 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 I have a, uh, I, I coach, uh, used to coach youth wrestling. Now I'm in high school. But uh, I would have wrestlers come up to me, and and they were, like, shocked that they would see me at wrestling or at, at the store or something and not just at wrestling. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember when I was in middle school, um, my history teacher was at a restaurant that my parents would take us to. It's called the Magic Q. I don't even know if that place is still open. It was a pool bar restaurant, and they were there, and I was like, Holy shit, my history teacher's here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're surprised that they have a life. Because, you know what? They never talked about it. I That's didn't know- because it's their private life. Right. And they're individuals the outside of the house or the hospital. The only, the only yeah, reason- I don't go to school. I, work, I, live I have no hospital. idea if any of my elementary school teachers were married oh with the gosh. exception of one. Well, two. One was a nun, so I knew she wasn't married. She was married to God. And the other one, I knew she was married because she lived like uh, three houses down from me. And, and that wooden ruler that they slap across the knuckles. Oh, my God. They didn't do that to me. They cut down the uh, apple tree. That's a that's a whole story. I oh, know. man. I, yeah, talk about back, bullying. Yeah. Brings back <laughs> nightmares. Oh, uh, my teacher also made a kid in my class stand uh, for the whole second half of uh, class in the garbage can because he was trash. Yeah. Dude, my second grade teacher didn't like me because I was left-handed. She said left-handed people uh, are wrong. Yeah. My first so, grade teacher did that to a uh, kid in my so class. I, and, and we were learning cursive because at that time we were learning how to write cursive. And she goes, you can't write cursive. You're left-handed. You need to try extra harder and do it. So I went, I remember this vaguely. I have been told the story a handful of times. I came home one day and I started writing with my right hand doing cursive. My mom asked me what I was doing. She goes, you're left-handed. I said, well, my teacher says I'm a bad person because I write with my left hand. I was only in that school for like six months before they fired that they, she went to the teacher, had the head of the school board, the principal and that teacher called into a meeting. That's and because she your parent had balls. And the teacher had the balls to say, yes, I make him right with his right hand because he should not be left-handed. Like, okay. And if and we're talking like, wow. about stuff you don't have a choice on, right-handed or left-handed isn't really a choice. <laughs> so they, they fired her, and I ended up transferring schools in the middle of the year. It was great. Um, but this actually brings us to what else is happening in the news, which is that a quote unquote, uh, two are a woman in, uh, a female, all female prison oh, is pregnant and not from a guard. Couldn't, <laughs> <laughs> uh, couldn't ask. She a hermaphrodite? <laughs> Who would have seen that coming? Mm. I mean. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. It was probably another female intimate that identified as female. 
That's exactly what it was. Exactly <laughs> what it is. So, so, so Demetrius, aka Demi Minor, is in jail for aggravated assault, from my understanding. He's twenty-seven uh, years old. Convicted, convicted for killing her foster father and family double murder. Uh, she impregnated. So okay, so let's get this right. If if he impregnated her, he's not a she. He might think he's a she, but he has a dick, and he has gonads, and he has sperm. That makes him a he. So I guess he was, quote, supposed to be going through the said transition, but never completed it. He was afraid of going to a male prison and being raped. So instead um, he... Wow. Does that mean he gets less of a sentence for raping two other other women inmates? I mean, did he actually Well, supposedly, rape them, supposedly they were in love. Oh. Supposedly, wow. but so my thing that's is That's Dimitri. Hmm. Not a girl. You can look at him. Not a girl. He has facial hair. He Well, if he didn't finalize the transition, then he is male. Yeah. Well, even if he finalized, he's still a male. He's a oh, male no, with cosmetic he, surgery, yep, but he's he a male. Yep, he didn't finalize because he didn't want to go to a male prison because he was scared he was going to be raped. I'm sorry. if A lot of women have that same issue, So, but they don't change their gender on that. You know, and the thing is, is what did they say in this article? They have 27 male inmates. Oh, go 27 down trans more... prisoners. 27 male inmates. So that's his booking photo, but that's what he looks like now. Yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. Still a dude. I don't care what cosmetic surgery anybody gets. You can make your Audi and any. You're still a dude. If you can get someone pregnant, you're still a dude. If you can get someone pregnant, you're definitely still a dude. Biologically a dude. I am not going to... Uh, Call you a woman because you think you are. There, there are congregated showers, and they have, there's over 800 inmates. The uh, they stated that they couldn't watch them all. Oh, there's a staffing. However, issue. she added in all capital letters, "I was not raped, nor was I forced to do anything I did not want to do." Well, yeah, she's in a prison with a whole bunch of other women, and guess what? One of them's got a penis. So of hey, course, listen. she's gonna write it, <laughs> it right? If you How right, long has she if been you in put there? any guy in a women's prison, he's gonna get laid so much, whether he wants to or not. Right. Okay. So he'd rather be raped by women than by men. So let me put it. Let me put <laughs> it just this randomly, way. even though that did not happen, allegedly. Let me let me put it. Okay, he didn't rape. So here's he here's can't rape the, the willing. Here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> when I was younger, or I'm I was in Boy Scouts. I'm an Eagle Scout, and I worked one summer at a Boy Scout camp, and there was a girl there. One girl at the whole Boy Scout camp. She was the daughter of like the cook or something like that. Yep, and she probably had first, the eye of all those Boy Scouts. <laughs> When I first got there, if I had to rate her on a scale of 1 to 10, she would make like a 3 or a 4, maybe. By the second week, she was a 5. By the third week, she was a 6. By the fourth week, every single guy there was after her. Yeah, because she was the only girl. Because she was the only girl. You put one guy in a prison 
with women that have not had dick in some odd, you know, some of them a decade or so, they're going to get, he's going to get laid so much. That's it's just the whole, it's the whole bar mentality with when guys go to the bar or when women go to the bar, they are a two at 10 o'clock at night, but they are a 10 at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> and a five by five, five by five. Hmm. So that's, and that's the thing again, it's thanks to the ACLU that put this guy in a female prison and did like honestly, how could you put somebody in a female prison and not expect this to happen? And not expect it. I think down at the lower in the article, it's kind of cutting off on me. Well, okay, so hang on. So I'm reading this article. So the other thing it says, despite you know, there's quotations that I'm assuming it's the um the gal that's saying this. Oh, is it Bellamy? Bellamy's the the gal that's pregnant. Sure. Despite it not being permitted, I fell in love and had consensual sex with a woman who is trans. Consensual sex is a prohibited act in Edna Mahan. I did what is natural to every human being. I formed a natural, genuine bond that led to an extensive amount of support, understanding, and love. Now, what's not to say that him identifying as a woman, he wouldn't have fell in love with a man at the male prison? Right. I mean, it's just like you have this. Well, back because and he's forth, a woman, just like he's a woman, but he's a gay woman. That's that's the thing with some of the transgender. Yeah, is. It's like a lot I of think I'm a woman, but I'm not. A, yeah, I, I think it I'm a woman, but I'm not attracted to men. I'm attracted to yeah. women. I understand how you feel and how you're identifying, but you are a male. <laughs> you should have gone to a male prison. You're you're a you, man you, with man hormones. Despite you being afraid of yeah. going there. Guess what? Then you shouldn't have done shit that was illegal. If you don't do the crime, then you don't get caught. You don't pay the time, whatever it is. If you don't do anything illegal, guess what? There is nothing to be arrested on, upon. So stop doing stupid shit. Not wrong. So so that's, uh, you know, that, that's the thing that pisses me off. Uh, we need to change a little bit of subject. Uh, so, uh, by the way, uh, if you want to look up... Uh, I, I, I don't know if you um, are on TikTok. I don't post on TikTok, but I do read or I don't post on TikTok or uh, Twitter. But there is a uh, um, account on Twitter that keeps getting banned and then reinstated called Libs of TikTok. Oh, God. He originally started on TikTok, basically just reposting liberal stuff that TikTok people. Then he got banned from there because of uh, he was harassing people, which he wasn't or she wasn't actually. Um, be all the all she was doing was reposting. Then she went on to uh, but people felt threatened. Well, that's and they're on uh, Twitter now. Still, uh, basically, just yeah. just like I do when I download uh, TikTok videos, they put the video out there. They're the ones that say it. I'm just playing it. Yeah, and um, they do that. They get banned. But if you wanna, if you wanna read some really, like right out of their own mouths or see videos. Uh, follow on Twitter, uh, libs of TikTok. Oh my God! I mean, <laughs> I've I was on the so the Democrats created a TikTok. There's actually a TikTok now called the Democrats. Um, oh, goody. oh yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> there's some juicy stuff there. Like the defenders. A, that's a waste <laughs> of my life right there, oh my God. and I already know it. So a lot of the a lot of the 
creators I watch, they they were talking about it. And they were talking about how they've secured $35 insulin and they were going over the bill. They get, they, they read the bill and they're like, Oh, all these Republicans said no to it. You should, they don't want you. I said, yeah. And then the one Democrat that said no to it wrote on there said, it's not going to make $35 for insulin. You're not attacking the root cause. You are yep. attacking it to where the copay is $35. Right. Yep. Where the yep. adjustment of the product from Big Pharma is going to fall on everybody else to yep. pay. Right. And it's like the bill that Trump was putting in was going after the root cause Yep. Well, big like, but that's why they didn't support it because they would have lost all their stockholding because yep. that's uh, that's all uh, that's all their main stockholders. Well, that's Pfizer, the pe- that's the uh, Vanguard they is, represent. Pfizer mm-hmm. is one of the top uh, um, stockholdings for Vanguard. Yeah. Um, you had BlackRock one. What's the big BlackRock? They're rock? another one. They're like uh, yeah. Vanguard, but actually, I think BlackRock is owned by Vanguard. Okay. I I so hard. that it gets so murky right yeah, there. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I didn't really know really it. know who Vanguard was until they popped up and bought the Twitter stock that put them yeah. above uh, Elon Musk, which is hilarious. Mm. So Elon Musk is by himself with nine point three percent of of Twitter, where a finance group had to come in. Which is basically so save them. Remember, this finance group, most of their money comes from 401ks. Yeah. Yeah, I have to take my stock out because I never signed up for my my benefits and stuff. And I just got my first like portfolio thing in the mail. Vanguard this, Vanguard this. And I'm like, well, I'm going to be moving out of that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, granted, I'm like. Probably point zero 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 zero. Like I don't, I don't matter to them whatsoever. No, but, but still, it's the ethical dilemma. I'm like, I don't support you. <laughs> and uh, so that's the thing is, Vanguard is doing this with other people's money. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're doing it for the same reason. Uh, the board of Twitter, who, by Enacted the way, the poison pill. But remind you, of all of the uh, uh, people on Twitter, uh, or not people on Twitter, of all of the uh, board members on Twitter, they own 77 shares. Yeah. After after uh, Ducey, uh, Dorsey, yep. Dorsey left, they own 77 shares. They have no dog in the fight when it comes to shares. Nope. They're only doing this. They're not trying to protect their shareholders. They're not trying to protect any of that. They're trying to protect their ideology. Yep. Yep. Well, actually, yeah. So uh, I actually have a, well, it's a Facebook thing I, I recorded, but it's actually of an article you can look up. Um, but it was, uh, it's, oh, let me find it. It was from the Sarah Palin Facebook page or whatever. And, um, oh boy, yeah. So it's the I gotta pause it because for some reason I recorded it. Robin Williams used to talk it. dirty about Sarah Palin when he did his shows, <laughs> like lipstick on a pit bull. <laughs> 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 uh, 
pop the product. Yeah. Pop the oh, buttons. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, oh, it's it's uh so it's Sarah Palin. I'm assuming it's the the title of the newspaper or whatever sure. it is. It's all online now. But the title is Saudi Prince Rejects Elon Musk's Proposal to Buy Twitter. Musk fires back with two simple questions. And obviously it says it's by editorial staff, April 15th, 2022. And it talks about, um, uh, you know, people are both refer, uh, both prefer to maintain the company's widespread censorship and oppose free speech. Musk, on the other hand, wants to take the company private and ensures the platform, of course, now I got to wait for it to move, allows for free speech. Yep. And then it goes on to talk, talk about the uh, the Saudi prince who, let me see, owns stock in it. Uh, now enters Saudi Arabia, which adheres strictly to ex- Islamic law and does not follow or allow freedom of speech. Prince Allah Walid bin Talal Lashed. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Allah Walid bin Talal lashed out (laughs) (laughs) against Musk's cash offer to purchase Twitter for $43 billion, blah, blah, blah. The prince himself's only worth $40 billion, so of course he can't do anything about it. Oh, yeah. But it's stated in quotes, the Saudi prince said, I don't believe that the proposed offer by Elon Musk comes close to the intrinsic value of at Twitter, given its growth prospects. Being one of the largest and long-term shareholders of Twitter, um, which Kingdom Holding Company and I reject this offer. Alawid owns a 4.45% stake in Twitter, while Kingdom Holding, which he also owns, owns a 0.72% of the company. Um, And then it goes on to say... Oh, there was another. So, Come on. if Elon does decide to tank the market and sell every <laughs> share, yeah, it's it, gonna be fun. Granted, Vanguard, they'll all be. Everyone will be rushing to buy them at a discounted price. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it will. It will tank Twitter. Yeah, financially. What would, what would be really funny? I don't. This is my idea that I don't think this is anyone else. Um, but Elon should buy just enough to get 15%. So the poison pill has to be enacted, which the poison pill says basically uh, at a discounted price, they can sell to everybody except Musk. Yep. Um, and at a, uh, at a discounted price, like. Yeah. So let's using uh, simple numbers, say there's 100 shares. Elon owns 10 of them. He owns 10%. Yep. Uh, he goes up to 15%. So he owns 15 shares. Then they release another 100 shares for people to buy, mm-hmm. dropping him down when all of that is sold uh, by 50% down to 7% of the total. What would be hilarious, though, is if he does that, goes up to 15%, just hits that threshold, and then as soon as they do that, he sells off everything. <laughs> Not only did they flood the market, uh, which lowers the uh, stock, uh, price. which dilutes the stock for everybody, but then he lowers his, which drops the price stock, and it tanks. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back in and just buys it all up for pennies on the dollar. Right. Buys all of it. Um, See, my thing is, so my theory is if he does, if he does that, 
it's pretty close to what I was thinking. Um, he buys it all off and then fires the whole board. Hmm. That would be awesome. Um, well, first, okay, let me, uh, let me play this clip. Uh, this is from, uh, um, some, uh, Harvard grad, uh, lawyers that I follow on TikTok, uh, really good, uh, TikTok, um, to follow. They, they talk about stuff that's in the news and the legal ends of it and everything. Uh, their husband and wife, they met in college. They're both lawyers. So they actually can talk about like the legal ramifications about this because, you know, you would think as the board, they have a fiduciary responsibility and they can get sued. This is their take on it. Twitter's board legally declined Elon Musk's offer to buy their company. Last week, Elon Musk offered to buy 100% of Twitter's shares for $54.20 per share. 50 420. This represents a 10% premium over the current <laughs> share price and a whopping 40% premium over the share price before Elon's investments in the company were made public. But Twitter's board Look does that, not want to do it. In fact, <laughs> they hate the idea so much they've officially adopted a poison pill, which we've discussed in another video already. Behold everything! Doesn't Twitter's board have a fiduciary duty to shareholders, meaning that they're legally obligated to do what's in the best interest of the shareholders? They do. Wouldn't selling to Musk for such a premium be within their best interest? Maybe. But corporate law includes something called the business judgment rule, which as every lawyer or law student knows, means boards can do basically whatever the hell they want. The law literally presumes that a board is acting properly, and it generally doesn't even require a shareholder vote before rejecting a takeover bid. The board can do whatever they want based on their own business judgment. Overall, a board can violate their fiduciary duties, but absent fraud or some other kind of abuse, it almost never happens. Yeah. <laughs> so... Well, let me find. I was. I had to look on the um, the article that I was just referring to. That on the um, interwebs was on. Yeah. Um, so besides that, at the end of it, it says Musk's moves on Twitter have bolstered the company's stock price, which obviously was showed by that um, the table. The market value of the social media giant hit forty billion when he revealed his nine point two percent stake in the company this month, according to the Dow Jones Market Data Group up from $29.9 billion back on January 31st when he first began loading up on shares unbeknownst to the in investing public. So I think that's people are buying up stock because he's saying this. So, I mean, he's absolutely doing this. But he also mentions, I, I think it was also, <clears throat> it's important to note that it's just, it's this internet back and forth um, where... He gets the response from the Saudi prince, and then he asks the two questions. Did you guys read the two questions? I did a while ago. I don't remember. Yeah, it, it says, Musk responded cheekily, saying, interesting, just two questions. If I may, how much of Twitter does the kingdom own, directly and indirectly, which was Alawid's other company he owns? Um, and what are the kingdom's views on journalistic freedom of speech? And he was referencing that specific background that the Saudi prince has, um, Saudi Arabia's law does not provide for freedom of expression or for freedom of the press. The U.S. State Department reported in 2018, mass media and all other vehicles of, of expression shall, shall employ civil and polite language, contribute towards the education of the nation, and strengthen unity, um, the basic law specifies. The media are prohibited from committing acts that lead to disorder and division, affect the security of the state or its public relations, or undermine human dignity and rights. But then it's also mentioned, too, 
I don't know if it was brought up by Musk, but it was brought up because of this interaction. And this was mentioned also in that same article. The Biden administration declassified a report last year, a report which blamed Saudi Arabia Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman for approving the operation to capture or kill journalist and dissident Jamal Khashoggi. Yeah. And I, I'm I probably that. butchering that last name. The Justice Department charged two former Twitter employees in 2019, accusing them of spying for Saudi Arabia in order to target the regime's critics. When podcaster Alex Barreto brought this to Musk's attention, he signified his interest in the story. So I thought that was just really interesting because you see someone who has a very small stake in Twitter saying no to a very, very nice offer that would look really well for investors and he's pretty, this, the Saudi guy is like, um, sorry, I'm going to have all my investors. Everybody on this platform is going to be shushed. Well, and then eventually if it comes to terms where we become a really like highly politicized and very frantic civilization, you know, we're already highly politicized. Well, no, but now they're going to start. I mean, this is a very, very big threat against even our journalists. Well, here's the thing. What I think is more out of uh, all of the stuff with Elon Musk is that it's showing these quote unquote journalists and these um, leftists they're they're showing their true colors when it comes to freedom of speech. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because Musk wants to open it up and say, "Listen, I'm going to open up this platform, freedom of speech. You don't have to like everything somebody says, but they have a right to say it because." Mm-hmm. We're in a digital age now, and Twitter and Facebook and TikTok and Instagram, all of it, Google, all of that has basically become the new de facto town square. Musk is probably, I I know this is going to be weird saying this, this is the perfect example of what would I do if I had a million dollars? Right. Guess what? This is something that pissed him off enough that he saw such an issue with. Guess what? And he was willing to put his money money where his mouth is. To buy this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And he, he was... backed it up. And now he's okay, calling so... them out. Sorry, go, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Because to, to play on that. So the reason why Musk is now playing with his money is all Elizabeth Warren's doing. Remember? We had that. We Elizabeth Warren was making fun of him. Oh, you have all this money. Why can't you do this? Why can't you pay this much taxes? Why can't you help this Bingo. many people? It's... He no. has the largest tax bill because he purposely cashed out in, stock. In U.S. history. From, yes. He purposely ta- took out stock and cashed it out just so he could pay the taxes, just so he's not using the loopholes. Fine, great. Yeah. I saw an interview he had with somebody just recently. They were asking him what's going on. He goes out and admits he doesn't own a home. He doesn't own a boat. He owns a plane because that's how he gets back and forth. But he stays on friends' couches. Well, I think he even said at one point, too, he's, he was sleeping and or he probably still sleeps at the office quite a bit. Too. Yeah. 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 He stays at his I office mean, for, most of the time. Uh, I mean, God. I have no know-how or ability. I would, I God, if I would ever love, I would love to work for him if I ever legitimately had the chance, just because I believe in that whole ideal. 
I don't want to buy an electric car because I just, I like my gas-powered vehicle and the way that the grid is going. I just don't trust and it. He res- but I but support that idea. he respects the gas-car vehicle, though, because he knows, yeah. he goes, they're not going away. Yeah. No. And all. Uh, I know it's going to sound stupid. He doesn't, He's he would not tread on me. Right. And that's the thing. And so right now you have people at CNN, MSNBC, Joy Reid, oh uh, all of these leftists. Somehow, I don't get the somehow making the argument that (laughs) Musk taking over Twitter and opening it up to free speech and not banning or not using algorithms to um, shadow ban people. Um, And he also said uh, he was going to uh, uh, any algorithm that they make, he's going to make it open source so that people can see what the algorithm actually is. You don't have to guess. Um, somehow doing all of that is anti-democracy and anti-free speech. And I, for the life of me, they say, by we have to keep disinformation and misinformation and disinformation off of uh, Twitter. Hey, Jeff just joined us. Uh, this is my buddy, Jeff. Uh, we were uh, oh, on shit. the Creeper cast together. <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? Are you hearing hey, hey, hey. Welcome. It, it's dark. Yeah, we're, uh, we're we're talking about uh, uh, Elon Musk's uh, Twitter uh, stuff uh, right now, and uh, so I was just saying, uh, you know, but the part that floors me is how people can say somehow by not allowing free speech is defending free speech by by shadow banning people and by banning people and uh, shutting down uh, the New York Post and. Uh, somehow is defending people's right to free speech. I don't get it. Yet it's freedom of speech and freedom of expression when you're teaching sexuality to a first grade class. And they're yes. okay with that. Just not so. Musk on Twitter. So, so oh, by the way, Jeff, Kelly is here. You sorry. just can't see her. Yeah. I'm hiding <laughs> in the corner. was so, in the uh, corner. come out of nowhere. <laughs> Chanel did a skit. And they 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 made it copyright Twilight Zone, right? They made the, they made the worst reference ever. So they were like, "Oh, Elon Musk wants to buy it just so he can say the N word." I'm like, you know, that's which one? not that is <laughs> not which, what this I know purpose which one, is. But still, yeah. Besides but you know point. what? Here's the thing: if somebody on Twitter wants to say the N word, okay, make it an open source and let everybody see what an asshole that person is. Yep. So it's not well. And the thing is, it's different in different situations. Like if obviously it's in a racially charged situation. Yeah, it's a racial slur. (laughs) Jeff, you just joined the like a bitch fest. He's like, why the fudge (laughs) did I come out? I'm not high enough for this conversation. (laughs) Exactly. I need no one. I need yep. more weed right now, uh, just to be able to follow along. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't have my weed next to me at this moment, or I'd pass it. Um, <laughs> Mine's so. actually right behind me, but <laughs> you're in a vehicle, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'd be safe. I don't think that'd be safe at all. Yeah, that's a. Knocking. What are you doing here? Uh, yeah, just put, smoking a J and podcasting. Yep. I don't even have my keys, sir. Yeah, put your keys somewhere. 
my geezer, <laughs> my glove box, and I'm yeah. sitting in the They're back out of seat. Reach. Yeah. <laughs> and when I'm done here, I'm just gonna take a nap. Yeah, That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're in a parking lot. Yeah, but if I drive, you're gonna give me a ticket. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm technically on private property right now. <laughs> oh man. Um, I think I've all talked out on this. All right. All right. So Kelly's got uh, something she wanted to talk about with. uh... Go for it. Well, it was funny because Jason's like, hey, we're going to podcast tonight. You want to talk about the Redonda stuff? And I'm like, the what? Yeah, I'm going to let you know. We're all learning this right now about all this. Oh, God. This has been going on for a while. She said a word that did not. Redonda. Redonda is a first name. Redonda. Yeah. Redonda is a Redonda. It's a redonda. <laughs> it's like a rendezvous. It's just a little more modern. No, modern. It's redonda. <laughs> modern. No, modern I'm, rendezvous. I'm, we're, no offense. We're, we're going to go out for a redonda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Redonda is much cooler than a rendezvous. Last. No. Last no, it's not. Not at all. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like some sort of sexual assault. I got redonda last night. Oh, no, no, that, no, that, no. That must we don't be want negative the, the stuff swinger in talk. Yeah. Have no, you been the, watching think... Swinger TikTok? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no this is a, an important story, though, that I didn't know about. She explained this to me last night. Yeah. Well, Jason was like, hey, we're going to talk about nursing stuff on the podcast. And I'm like, oh, okay. So what are you going to talk about? And he's like, well, no, you're going to, you can come on and you can talk about it. I'm like, yeah, but what no. were you going to talk about? And no. he's Nothing. like, no, you were going to bring it up. And I'm like, you just told me you were going to talk about it. So what were you planning? No, on I said, like, I said, hey, do you want to come Lord. on the podcast and talk about the nursing thing? <laughs> yeah. Which it seemed to me he was insinuating he already had a plan to talk about it. And then he's like, oh, no, no. And I'm like, you know, there's a lot more shit going on than just this. So, <clears throat> I mean, as long as I don't have to get a finger in my butthole at this moment, <laughs> I am perfectly okay. But no. tomorrow morning, he's going to enjoy it. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Okay. I don't. Okay. Well, Maybe you're going to just... get really high after this. Oh, good Lord. Have you ever been so high you stuck your finger <laughs> in an asshole? And then it was yours. Uh, it was yours the whole time. You were just checking your ringtone. <laughs> that was a bad one. Sorry. So, uh, no. So, okay. This is the nursing community with a lot of the nurses leaving. It, this is not a good time. If you get sick or in an accident, you just need to stay out of the hospitals as much as possible. Holy shit. From what I've learned happening about her hospital. Place. Oh, my. Well, oh, I do not want to get into an accident right now. Be, be careful. I'll mention a few things, but you watch your mouth. I do I still work there. I know, but I I do not want to have a heart attack right now. Dude, I don't no, want it ever. Like, but no. now is really bad time. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> well, similar to the it's same only bad timing because he would have to go to one of the other area hospitals, and of course we don't have insurance to cover that because you know I have the hospital insurance. Sure. I mean, of they want you to come to, to their hospital. Yeah, just to kill you. Cheaper. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, they got paid buku bucks for COVID patients to die, or, well, to have patients die and have them be termed died from COVID. I mean, yeah. they got government reimbursements, and that was that was international news. That was, yeah. And that didn't even go oh, to yeah. you guys. Oh, the hell it didn't? 
where do you think we got our fucking new parking lot? That's what I mean. It didn't go to you. No, it, it was didn't. supposed to go to the workers. That's why do the, you think the le- they left? <laughs> why do you the, think they left? The hospital that there they were that the money was supposed to go. They laid off a handful of people and they built a wing. They're building yeah, a brand yeah. new wing yeah, to yeah. house more people that they don't have staff. But for. they can't hire staff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because my, my wife was looking. She's thinking about. She, my wife works at a nursing home. And she's oh, like, "Oh dear God!" Uh, yeah, I know she's yeah. been there forever, and yeah. they just they got a brand new building at the beginning of the year, yeah. and then they they can't keep staff. Yep. And then she's like, "Maybe I should go agency. They pay so much better." I said, "That's only for right now." Yeah. This COVID thing is going to eventually, it's, and they're quitting. Well, slow agent, down. It it's it's a fifty fifty right now. It's a 50-50. Sometimes you can find some really good stuff, but a lot of places are even fucking over their agency people. Oh, yeah. Their no. Their nurses and whatnot. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, it is and all, not and a good like, thing. She's like, I, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you because it's this way everywhere. Yeah, I know people is. who work just, at George Washington Memorial. Can, I know she can stay the course, the- just have her stay the course, because the thing is, she's not going to be, she's going to be gaining a whole new stress level with learning a different location, rules, regulations. Oh, no, she's staying where she's at for now. Yeah. But she's like, they're, they're talking, if they can't get, uh, I think it was like, she said it was like 40 more beds filled, mm-hmm. they're going to end up running out of money by the end of the year. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. And I was like. I'm surprised our hospital's still running. <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah any day now i expect to walk in and it's gonna be closed <laughs> just the doors have chains on them like do not enter yeah well no we uh, don't do chains anymore it's all like electronic locks you know yeah. it's the modern day locks yeah know. they're just gonna hit a button and it's all gonna yeah. lock there's gonna be chains a are sale just sign too stuck visual. to the front of the door <laughs> so like anybody passing by like if i sent you know any random newspaper crew down there you could see locks on the doors from outside so we don't do that stuff you know it's too noticeable <laughs> But um, so there's a few um, criminal cases. There's a few cases going through right now. And the biggest one, and this is all in reference to, I, I, I hate to say it. I'm a TikTok person. I got a lot of information from TikTok, at least being in quarantine and watching a lot of other people in oh, places with my COVID wife was the same way. She just sat on oh TikTok God. and just watched shit. But the thing is, half the time is that's where you get a lot of information, and then you have to weed out the the bad information. But the thing is, it's not necessarily bad information. It's those people's perspectives Opinion. and their experiences with it, too. So you really have to be careful about it. <clears throat> but oh, yeah. this is one, and if people are listening, you can watch. You can go and reference this TikToker. She's also on Instagram, I believe under the same name, but it's called um, it's The Nurse Erica, The Period Nurse Period Erica on tiktok and i think it's she's got a backup account too but if you find her videos you can find her backup link too and uh she's been a nurse for quite a while but she's like a huge supporter of nurses um i think she's more administration right now um she's like a huge like just amazing valuable tool and she's brought up some things with this covid stuff a lot of things were being talked about. Oh, you know, people are allowed because we're so behind and we're so understaffed and we're so, 
you know, over this COVID stuff, we're being inundated that, you know, we're not going to see any lawsuits from this, you know, per our government, like Whitmer did the same thing at the beginning of the pandemic. She is, she is, she needs, I honestly, I want her run out of town. I dislike her so much. She should never set foot in Michigan again. Her Benson hurdle. And who's the other one? Benson Whitmer, Benson hurdle and Nestle. Nestle. Get them out. Get them the fuck out. Bad experiences of women. I mean, she they are not Rota models. They're, they're poor Rota, mo- Rota models. Rota models. Rota, Rota Teller? Rota? I think I'm thinking of Romy and Michelle's high school. I'm the Mary and you're the Rota. So, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, what was that? I'm really not high. <laughs> you're high? Bro. Good Lord. No, I I'm need not, to be I'm high. Not, I'm the not, the I'm only not. one here that I need doesn't. Some of that. I was going to say the only one here that doesn't get high. Yeah. <laughs> I am very effectual. Whatever. Shut up. We, we need to, I can't uh, talk right. we need to make her some chocolate. That's what we need to make her. No, we don't need chocolate. <clears throat> but anyway, so it's all <laughs> off of the nurse Erica on TikTok and Instagram. And she's talking about this nurse, Redonda Vaught, who works in Tennessee at Vanderbilt Hospital. And... So her criminal trial has started. It's finalized. I believe she's been criminally charged. So this is this is an effect from the COVID generation of where they said, oh, yeah, we're not going to see licenses because we're so inundated and stuff. You know, you guys are going to be safe as far as practicing nurses and physicians and whatever. You know, as far as we have, this is a dire situation. It's a pandemic. And so now we're seeing lawsuits coming from that. So this one was um, Redonda Vaught was found that she had given a wrongful medication to a patient and that patient died. Bad. Yeah, bad. Not a good thing. No. Even as a doctor, you don't want to have a patient die because of a med you gave. I want to say I think the patient had an allergic reaction to it. But either way, that patient died. The med was not double-checked, which was her fault. It was not medically reconciled. Um, And from what, I am not a nurse, from what it sounds like is when these patients are in the computer and said person accesses the chart and goes to put the order for the med in, or the, the doctor puts the order for the med in, the nurse reviews it, pulls out the med from, I think they call it like an omniceller pixis type of thing, or they call it from pharmacy. Something is brought up that says allergy, 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 or patient cannot have this. It's inaccessible to the patient, and it kind of locks it out. Well, either way, somehow this patient got the medication and died. So now this is the nurse that is on criminal, she's going to be criminally charged for unintentional harm, like she did not intentionally give this to the so patient. So like manslaughter? Yeah, but she was, they, so this is where it is. So she lost her license, okay? They yeah. fired her. Vanderbilt fired her, like, within days of that happening. Vanderbilt failed to notify governing bodies of the wrongful doing and the medical, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason that the charges were brought back up to light and filed was because Medicaid received an anonymous tip about what had happened. And they were like, Vanderbilt, what the fuck? 
we're going to look into this. And so Vanderbilt, oh, this is how it happened and this what happened. And so the patient's family actually had come to terms and they understood and whatnot. But then it was the prosecutor, the DA, whoever decided to bring it up and take her to court and criminally charge her. And so there's a whole big thing about Funk being um, Glenn Funk, um, bringing this up, charging her, which she didn't need to be charged again because it was already taken care of. She already lost her license. She'd already been, you know, relieved of all of the her problem duties. Is the only Medicaid, reason is because Vanderbilt they, they bust, got busted. Yep. So yep. now they're making an example of her and throwing her under the bus. The other oh, thing yeah. is, too, I don't know if it was brought up into trial because Vanderbilt had um, uh, brought up all these pre-court whatever is not to be mentioned in court and to the jury. Vanderbilt paid off that family. Right. Of oh, course yeah. They, they, they probably oh, yeah. wrote them a check for their, oh, yeah. their, their, their accident. Yeah. They're, yeah, their accident, their appreciate, their, their, um, you know, their silence negligence. in the matter. Their negligence. We're sorry yeah. for killing a family member. Here, here's a check. But not the that fact hopefully... that they covered up. They also didn't, they didn't give this patient, um, uh, I want to say, um, they didn't report it and they also didn't fill it out on the death certificate of what that patient died of. Like that's fucked up. That is a cover up. So oh, now yeah. the, the crime, um, to... she's been charged. I mean, she's lost her license already, so she's done and over with. But the thing is, this is a lot of these nurses and even physicians, they're leaving the bedside because of treatment from the past two years. I mean, we've had strikes going on all over the country for the past two years. And oh, now yeah. this stuff, because these nurses, I mean, if they're being held responsibly yes there are some who are not good nurses but then there's people that are getting away with shit that shouldn't be getting away with shit they're not being held accountable but then these people that are being held wrongfully accountable but then it's the system that has set them up to also fail um so one one of the things right now is i can't talk about it a lot because i don't know exactly where it's going but there is a physician that is currently suspended from our hospital for things that have happened in and outside inside the hospital. However, the only reason that this is being brought up is because management finally started listening to people and the complaints after months and or years of complaints. And now all of a sudden, this doctor has been, oh, yeah, it's all good. You can go back to practicing. Oh, yeah, it's good. You can go back to practicing by this establishment. And now the establishment decides, oh, now it's a problem. Which it, it should have been stopped first and foremost. But they don't give a shit about the workers. They don't give a shit about the workers. But now, now people are starting to listen because they just gave a department a whole entire raise to keep them from quitting. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And they did give out retention bonuses to people who work through COVID, except they left out like emergency room staff, PACU staff, OR staff. Like the people oh. that actually did Like the did people stuff. that were still there that when they were done with their stuff or they were done with their patients got pulled to other floors, got floated to other floors that they hadn't practiced in for years. But they are not allowed to get a bonus because they didn't fall under the requirements. 
bullshit. That's why they're leaving. And it's also because of unsta- uh, uh, unsafe staffing ratios. And I have a couple I, that I are was written down. I going to say, uh, you know, I, I've read statistics. I've read stories. I read story of one uh, nurse that um, she ended up getting sued for something similar. I don't think she was criminally prosecuted, but something similar to that because uh, her defense is the hospital that she worked at in... I don't know, Alabama or someplace South. Um, Maybe it was New Mexico and, you know, where Jeff's (laughs) out at. Uh, But um, I think they said, she said uh, she was in charge of 22 patients (laughs) by herself. Yep. And that she gets worse. That she gets worse. That, that she figured it out that she had a total time to, of four minutes or five minutes per round or per cycle with each patient. Yep. My my wife's got 31 to herself. Yep. In a rehab unit. Yep. So this is another one that's, that's actually right. current. I read uh that's Go right ahead. it wasn't Go a ahead. hospital it was a uh, rehab facility. a retirement. Oh, a retirement facility? Yeah. Oh. A uh, or not a retirement but a uh an old folks home a uh um a care home uh, a long-term yeah. care facility. Yeah, long-term yep. care. That's where my wife works at. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. And one of her patients died because she didn't get to the, get to him fast enough. Oh, is that the, during, is that Pennsylvania? Yes, that's Ganey. I that's, have her written down. Okay. So this one. So the reason why this is getting attention, and again, you know, equality, right? So the only reason this is getting Pennsylvania's got some shady nursing homes. I can tell you that. Yeah, they do. Well, here's a good one for you. So, hey, <laughs> we've got Vandy, which of course now the meme is going around. Don't let the hospitals pull a Vandy on you. Because, you know, it's, you know, everyone's walking out because of how they treat people. So this one, um, I have it documented where I first started hearing it, April 1st. <clears throat> so this is in Pennsylvania. Ryan, are you trying to measure your dick right now? Yeah. Oh, I was actually worried. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot my tape measure was here on my desk and I'm just sitting here. I'm listening in this. ADHD. Like, oh, yeah, it's, a, got, it's okay. the ADHD kicking in. <laughs> I got to play with stuff. I, I'm, I'm literally tying my... Uh, Cord to my headphones and that. Well, either way. Okay, so this is Christiane Ganey. Um, So there was a document. Okay, so this is a gal who I I don't know if she's an an RN or LPN. I think she's an RN, but she works at an LTAC, which, uh, again, referred to by the nurse Erica, a long-term care facility. So LTAC for short. And... One of her patients, well, Nurse Erica had brought up as far as this is con- uh, considered, she wants to know what the staffing ratio was. I think she found out later through other employees reaching out to her, it was a 1 to 64 ratio. Holy shit. Yep. yep. And that's not oh, abnormal. And she was that's an not LPN, abnormal. not an RN. Okay, thank you. Um, and <laughs> what had happened was... Um, the documentation in the chart for this patient, she had typed in that um, this patient got his neuro checks because this patient was a family member of an army personnel or White House personnel, um, ex-military, whatever, retired military service member, and ended up falling and dying from this fall. So I would expect that probably fell, hit a head, uh, was on thinners, bled out, something to that. That is an assumption. I do not know. But died from a fall that was fatal. Um, 
So they went back through the chart because obviously the family was pissed, as they should rightly be. And she was thrown under the bus because it said that the doctor had ordered um, Q4 neurochecks, um, which Q means every. So every four hours, every four hours neurochecks, which neurochecks, I don't know exactly what is entailed with them, but I would expect they take anywhere from 10 minutes to maybe 15 minutes to do because it's like she checks your eyes, checks your balance, feet, pressure, hand strength. I'm not even sure if it even takes that long, but I don't know. But either way, the ratio that was brought up is between the Q4 checks for this patient and all the other patients. I I think um, they said that it ended up she would only have 15 minutes to do this for any patient. She would only have 15 minutes for every patient. How could she pull off every four-hour neuro checks for this patient? Sounds it's an right. unsafe staffing ratio. And they threw her under the bus for it. And that is coming up. I don't know when her when that is going to go to court. I don't know if it's been resolved or not. It's, is that a criminal charge against I, her? I think they're going to start going after her for all of them. But that's that's why everybody... They don't, these places do not want to take responsibility. They don't want to be accountable. And it's bullshit. If you want to keep good work, guess what? You give them what they need. If they're telling you they need higher pay, they need better hours because they need better staffing, give it to them. And I, it, this is just a list that I was writing down. So, you know, that, go ahead. Go that ahead. reminds me of, yeah, that reminds me of uh, my buddy who, uh, just retired. He's my age, and he retired. Um, Jealous much? Yes. Yeah. Because if I would have stayed in law enforcement, I'd be retiring. Um, but he... Uh, uh, we could have retired to Florida, you asshole. Yeah, he he was in <laughs> uh, Myrtle Beach. And no, still. Um, they had lost so many police officers that... Uh, okay, so the way it works is... Um, certain, uh, um, demographic or certain, uh, uh, not demographic, certain, uh, uh, industries like law enforcement, I think, uh, medicine, something like that. Um, you know how you can only work, uh, six days in a row and then you have to have two days off. Yeah. Certain ones don't have that, that you can literally work every single day for months but you have to have eight hours between the end of your shift and the start of your shift. Yep. Yep. At one point, he told me he had not had a day off in three and a half months. And of that, they he would leave work. The clock would start for his uh, um, eight hours. He had a 45-minute drive to and from work because no police officer lives in the city they work. That's just yep. stupid. Um, he had a 45 minute drive. Yeah. He had a 45 minute drive to and from work. So there's an hour and a half right there. Um, plus, uh, time to wind down, get to sleep. He said for that three and a half months, he would average about four hours of sleep a night, every single night, because they were so understaffed with police that they just kept working them to death. And when it came time for his uh, actually early retirement, where he could still get his pension, but uh, he doesn't get a, the full pension. 
Um, when it came time for his early retirement, he put it in. Everybody in his department is putting in. They are so understaffed, and then they're working people to death, which is causing more understaffed well, that rather was, than hiring. That was happening before COVID because we had the whole anti-police yes. movement too. Yes. And there was actually a couple of states that said, sorry, we're not taking your retirement enrollment plan because everyone's putting in it. Guess what? Because you treat them like shit. Yeah. You won't back them up. And guess what? Those guys are being thrown under the bus, whether rightfully or wrongfully, because there's a lot of shit that happened the past couple of years that some people really did not do good. But so. but the thing is, is, you know, when you talk about uh, especially like, uh, you know, police are getting burned out or police are overreacting or professionalism. You also have to remember they're human and they're not getting any days yep. off. Yep. So if they're if they're angry one day, they don't have a cooling down period. Yep. They don't have the time to get trained. Yep. Um I was talking uh about the uh, uh the thing that happened in Grand Rapids uh where the guy uh was uh wrestling with a police officer the uh he got the officer's taser. The officer is on top of him. He pulled his gun. Oh yeah. Um you can't really see from the camera angle what exactly happened, uh, except that he shot him in the head. Um, and, of course, friends were asking me, you know, well, he should have been trained better. He should have been this. And I tried telling people, listen, one, they're human. They're not superhuman. Two, I know guys that are awesome at jujitsu that could have worked over that guy. But they do jujitsu. They do martial arts. They practice fighting five days a week for hours a day. A police officer gets 40 hours a year of PPCT training. And at that point in time, it's a split-second decision. Yeah. Whether yeah. you're on top or you're on bottom, so, if something is coming at you, am I going home or is this guy going home? Right. And so did he react correctly? I don't know. I don't know all the evidence. I have to see all the evidence. I'm not going to no, base my assumption on a video. Yeah. But what I can say is I know from... The way that they're trained, you know, people saying, well, they need more training in order to have more training. You have to take police officers off the street to get them into training. Yep. Imagine. I mean, it'd be awesome if they got five hours of training every week, but that's five hours that a certain number, say 10% of police officers are not on the street, um, which you know, means no, they have to hire 10% more. Yep. What a lot of, a lot of police officers, stop, departments stopped using those jujitsu holds in the first place because they're now banned illegal. It, well, yeah, that's that's the other hard part. Um, when I was in law enforcement, uh, they had just banned um, what are known as uh, bone strikes. That would mean punching to the face, um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, punching to the face, to the chest. I think we could still punch to the chest to the when face. I first started. Um we could still use what's known as a shoulder pinch, which people in MMA would call that a uh, arm triangle. Um, it's a uh, it's a blood strangulation mode move that actually works really well. I used it quite often. Um, you know, you could still kick to the common peroneal nerve. You could kick to the superficial peroneal nerve. You could kick to the brachial plexus. All of that. Later on, they basically said. All of these, what are known as hard hand techniques, you can't hit to the brachial plexus, which is uh, right here, basically where your carotid arteries are. You can't hit to there anymore. 
because that's too close to the face. It's too close to the throat, all of that stuff. Well, I can tell you one time I got in a standoff fight with a person that was probably, I was 160 pounds at the time. So he's probably a good hundred pounds more than me. At least there was no way I was taking him down with Mm -hmm. my wrestling moves. Um, so I came in with a backhand right to the brachial plexus right there. He crumbled like a rock and I was able to get control. Didn't have to use, we didn't have tasers back then. Uh, didn't have to use OC spray. Didn't have no to use my baton. <laughs> um, my last year there, uh, we got uh, tasers. I got tased. Um, but uh, they only had a certain number for everybody. So you kind of shared and whoever was a higher rank got them anyway. So, um, but, uh, but the thing I is, it's tased. the same. It was not it, my, my, me getting tased and you getting tased are two different versions of this story (laughs) was yours voluntary uh so montgomery county pd put (laughs) a a no an ad in the paper (laughs) for test subjects (laughs) for five hundred dollars oh five hundred dollars i would do it i did it four times I was going to say $500. You could, you could tease me every 20 minutes. I, I get $500 like, each time. I was like, it wasn't that bad. I, as I asked, it was like, is it, is it one zap for $500 or is it a lot of zaps for $500? He goes, nope. One zap, $500. You do multiple zaps, you get $500 per zap. And I'm like, how many people you got to do today? <laughs> Yeah. How many students you get? So I, know, I always right? tell people the taser versus OC spray, take the taser because the taser hurts. And I always tell people the way that I describe it is, you know, when you get a cramp in your foot or your hand, yeah. basically your whole body does that, but it's only for oh, a few yeah. seconds and then you relax. Yeah. No, the, uh, these were the prongs. Like These were when they first were coming out with the prongs with the, the long string. Um, God, those prongs suck. <laughs> yeah, they. That's how they shot me too. Is I had to stand with my back, and they shot me, and then someone yeah. grabbed my arms as I went down. And oh no, um, I had a mat. I well, we did I had too, to make but... it look like I was I was moving. So they <laughs> they would have to try to catch me while I was moving, and I was like, I had, a, <laughs> I was nineteen. And I, I had one time where, okay, first off, I'll let you guys know. Jeff probably knows this. I hate running. <laughs> like I despise no, I running. Would never, I would have never imagined that you hate running. I hate running. I hate chasing people. So I'm chasing this drunk guy down. He was drunk and high. Um, and the best uh, way to be there. Yeah, he was running, but man was. I think uh, his brain didn't register that he was tired, um, but it was uh, it was winter. His brain so... wasn't registering a lot of things. <laughs> it was winter, so I'm watching, looking this guy, and he's bigger than me, and I'm like, how the hell is he like running? And I'm not catching up. I don't get it. Well, my uh, as I call for backup, one of the backup guys uh, comes around the side with a taser. Uh, one of our sergeants uh, shoots him. Well, he's it's winter, so the prongs didn't go through all the way to be able to zap him. 
that got sure. caught up on his coat. And so as I'm uh, chasing him, now, those are ba- the, back then at least, uh, they were one-time use. Once they were done, you had to pop off the top, and then it became yeah. a hand taser, or you had to put another thing on. Um, so he didn't have time to put another thing on because he had to reach uh, into his back and get it, all that. So uh, he's chasing, he's got the taser. Well, the guy goes to climb a fence, and as he climbs, his uh, pants rip like right at the crotch oh, and I'm grabbing him by the belt, holding him, trying to pull him down. Taser and he shocked him right in the balls. I don't yes. know if it was in the balls or in the leg, but it was right there. Nuts got zapped. <laughs> it was the taint. He zapped he, him he in got, the taint. He got zapped in the balls. He wasn't having kids for it. But uh, but no, like I say, my buddy, though, and it's the same thing with nursing. They're overstaffed. They don't have enough to get the training. Understaffed. Uh, they're understaffed. They don't have enough to get the training that they need. Then you have the media piling on top of them, talking about how bad they're doing. Well, if you only do something, 40 hours is one work week. If you only do something one work week out of the year, don't expect them to be great at it. So are they going to pull their weapon? Yeah, because they're not superheroes. They're not they're not like me. I've got a fighter that's uh training for uh a fight on June 4th. Okay? He is literally in the gym 8 hours a day. He works out what was it? 9, 10, 11, 3 hours with me this morning, Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for 3 hours on grappling alone. Then he has a striking coach that he works on with. Then he has and that's just for one fight, uh, three three-minute rounds. So nine minutes. And he's training that hard. You can't expect a police officer that spends most of their day in a car and gets 40 hours of training. It's the same thing with firearms. Uh, you know, people that say that police officers, well, they should be a good shot. When are they going to be a good shot? They don't have time to get down to the range if they w- go on their own. And their training is literally one day. They have one day at the range of a required training, at least when I did it. One day at, of required training, and at the end, you have to hit the target five times at 21 feet. Well, and plus, I mean, from who I've met and the people I've talked to, I mean, which, again, is not as money as you, those officers do not want to draw their weapon. No. That's not the point. They do not want to draw unless they absolutely have to because they know and I'm what sorry. the consequences There's are paperwork. that follow that as, lo- as, as soon not as just that paperwork, comes out of the holster. It's, it's that once you pull that trigger, you can't stop it. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to take a life? Is that person going to be incapacitated? Is the family going to come after you? <laughs> I always you? love Nowadays, when people say, why don't you shoot be- them in the leg? Uh, cause the leg is this big around. That's a 2% <laughs> target versus a 50% target. Um, so yeah. they it, don't want to, they don't want to use deadly force if they do not have to. So if you want to make police work better, you don't defund the police. Yeah. Police departments need more funding to hire more people. Yep. That's the only way because you need to, one, you need to give them rest. And number two, you need to give them time to train. Yep. That's it. Yeah. 
<laughs> so as I'm watching that video, me be doing wrestling jujitsu, yes, I would have handled it differently because I'm trained in that. And I train your background is different. My background is different. When I was a police officer, I would constantly I was a wrestler. I would constantly use wrestling. I would rarely use our, you know, standard PPCT techniques. Why? Because when I'm in a fight, my mind reverts to what I know the best. What I know the best is wrestling. And thankfully, when I get to court, it was awesome because the defense lawyer would always try to stumble me on stuff. And I'd be like, you you mean the thing that 10-year-olds do to each other is somehow harmful to him? Like, you you can look, there's 10-year-olds that do that to each other and he can't handle it. Um, so. Well, either way, I'm going to round back to the nursing stuff. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's okay. That's... <laughs> Actually, it brings up a good point because you'll have to look into the videos of this because the videos, I've only seen bits and pieces, but I've not, again, Nurse Erica, but this is actually another good example, not just for the nurses, but the correctional officers. What did you do to my voice? I just turned it you up a little weird. bit. It feels weird. I know, I but I like turned it. you up. You were a little low. It just feels weird. Like I'm really in front of my face now. And I know that sounds really weird, but yeah, I don't like it. It's supposed to, uh, I had to turn you up so that you're, you're, you're fine enough. Jesus. Okay, fine. You're, you equaled me. Jesus. You need Jesus. Jesus fix it. <laughs> Jesus, take, take the wheel. wheel. Take <laughs> Jesus, this take wheel. the wheel. Take this wheel. <laughs> okay, well, either way, uh, I have, what's the name of her? Um, it's So a nurse is being charged with involuntary manslaughter in North Carolina, a correctional facility nurse, because, um, again, I don't know the full story, but... Um, there was an inmate that apparently was having some sort of medical episode oh, I or was coming out one. of a yes. seizure and was being combative, um, because he was, um, what they call post ictal, um, which, um, they are, they really don't know what's going on. They don't understand what's going on. They have an altered mental status cause they just had a seizure. It, sorry, that was really no. And um, so there were correctional officers in with this guy, and the correctional nurse was watching, you know, uh, trying to help him kind of come out of it and get his bearings and stuff. But he wasn't physically doing well. Like his breathing was having, he was having a lot of issues breathing. Dun, dun, dun. Um, the officers, again, I have to watch all the videos, um, but ultimately, so there are a couple of mistakes. So the nurse noticed that he wasn't breathing properly. And I believe this was after the correctional officers proned him, which is laying on his belly, and pretty much did the same thing that happened to Floyd. They, they, they were suppressing him while he was prone and he was having an issue no, breathing. I, they put him in uh, a, um, a hog tie. Okay. Where you put handcuffs on the hands. Yep. You so put he handcuffs on the easily. legs. Yep. And you interlock them. I yeah, I've had to do that a few times. So there was so they were they the were kneeling suitcase? on his back though. They weren't kneeling they weren't kneeling on his neck, but I believe they were kneeling on his back to get him in that place and to hold him down and get him tied up. Again, I don't know how true and how long that happened, but the nurse didn't initiate CPR right away after she noticed that he was having some issues. So they're throwing her under the bus 
because she didn't initiate CPR right away. And this guy died. But the other thing is, too, officers also kicked her out of the cell. Yeah, I saw the video. They. I want to say video, her last name's Hewins. Yeah, I saw Hugins. the video. The video actually shows them not letting her get exactly. close to it. They are physically holding her back. Yeah, but yeah, she's going to be criminally in charge. She's going to be charged with involuntary manslaughter. Bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit. I'd like to say she's going to win that one once they see the video. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but either way, I mean, just a couple ones I want to I wanna mention as far as just with the staffing and the nurses. And these are not always pretty, but this is one of the reasons why the nurses, everyone's leaving the bedside. Like Recently, 329 charges were dismissed against a man accused of attacking nurses in a Nashville parking garage. Um, there is a mass nurse walkout at Vanderbilt, obviously with the Redonda Vaught stuff, um, Christiane Ganey, which was the, um, the elderly patient in the L, uh, long-term care facility that fell and died. Um, this one's going to be coming out. Um, so, uh, four, three oral meds were crushed up Ooh. and given to a patient through their IV Ooh. by an orientee. That did not have access and knowledge of how to document it. And so her nurse that was covering her got blamed for it. And that was also in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, the corrections nurse with the involuntary manslaughter, that's um, Hugens we just talked about. Um, San Diego Detention Center, involuntary manslaughter. Um, the inmate, her name was Eliza Cerner. She apparently fell. And the nurse is being blamed that she left her. And she died. So I don't know. I mean, if a patient falls in the precipice of a nurse, there's a, this is a brand new one. So I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work out. But that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I can't. You see just don't any, let a patient I can't die. See anybody not after falling going over. and not, you know, something's got to be going on. Um, this will be a one that's coming up. I guess she's got a, a case coming up in May. Julie Griffin is a nurse, and this is out of Florida. She was fired. This was in 2017. She's an RN. She actually was a whistleblower, and she got fired from her job for bringing up issues at her hospital for unsafe ratios and unsafe staff assignments. And so that's coming up now uh, in May. Um, 416. Oh, this is a good one. This was in New Jersey, and I don't know if you heard about that. So a nursing tech or a tech aide was attacked by an agency nurse, a male agency nurse, and set on fire. What? Yep. Was assaulted by this guy with several items and set on fire. The nurse killed himself. The agency nurse killed himself. And so now that tech is suing the hospital and the agency for obviously not screening him, training him, and having someone supervise him correctly. I don't know if training is going to help that. Uh... I, well, the thing is, I don't know <laughs> I don't, much about it besides that. If like, there was a mental capacity if, yeah, thing. I don't know if, like, okay. Or if it was a, uh, a romantic thing. Yeah, yeah, they, they sh- <laughs> yeah, yeah, they show an intro video. Do not set your uh, team on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, another one was in Nevada. Um, they were going to make people pull mandatory overtime, which this happens a lot, but they decided against it because they got so much backlash, but they had found quote unquote enough volunteers to go through with it. Um, Buffalo Mercy Hospital had a strike in October, Philadelphia, 
in last year of October, um, a nurse assistant was shot and killed by another nurse assistant. Um, in October of last year in Mobile, Alabama, a nurse was assaulted by a patient. Um, October again, uh, Washington went on strike. This is a behavioral health center. Eleven workers were injured in one day. What? Eleven workers injured in one day. After they had told management about the unsafe conditions, 11 of them got assaulted or injured in some way in one day, and they went on strike. This is at um, Cascade Behavioral Health. It was uh, They went on a safety strike. Um, again, See, uh, October, a lot of this is October. I mean, the crazy this is why they're back. walking away, because people are just like, yeah, screw you, your cattle. Well, yeah, beca- but they can't. It's patient abuse and patient neglect and patient endangerment and stuff like that. Yeah. There, it's, there it's has not. to be a loophole in there that if your life is in danger, you can fight back and save your like they if there's not there we need to find somebody and petition that. Well that's oh so this is where this is going. This has been collecting dust in the Supreme Court. It's HR eleven ninety five, which is the Workplace Violence Prevention for Healthcare and Social Service Workers Act. Because police officers and stuff, they get assaulted and stuff, they can push charges. Healthcare workers cannot. Mm-hmm. And it's been like that for decades. That's why if someone gets assaulted by a patient, they're like, you know, we really don't want, they're not in the right state of mind. It's, you know, we'll do this, that, and the other thing, but don't push charges. Don't push, because, I mean, that's what a lot of these nurses Dude, my wife get. Gets assaulted every day at work. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, and honestly, I, it's, it, it might be a spit or a bite or a slap or it's even a scratch when you're moving a patient over to another bed. That's still considered assault. You know, when it's, I got yeah. bit by somebody when I worked for the police, I had to go to the ER mm-hmm. and get a hepatitis shot. shot. Yep. Yep. But it's, 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 it's nuts. I mean, this, this is stuff, this is serious stuff. This is people, people getting injured. And then it's, you know, a lot of people are leaving the bedside. It's, it's because of how they're being treated. It's not necessarily all the vaccination mandate stuff. That was a big part of it. Well, that You've wasn't even big a big Kaiser part of it. Strike that happened on the whole West Oh, no, Coast. I've got it written down. I've got it written <laughs> down. But so, I, I mean, Kaiser I... went on strike. Oh my God. Everybody went on. I mean, let me see. Kaiser went on strike. Who else went on strike? That was only, yeah, Kaiser, SoCal, Oregon, Kaiser Hawaii. Permanente. I mean, there's uh, Flint. Oh, actually, yeah. So back again, how many more do I have? I only <laughs> got have two more pages. I've got two more pages. I'll make it quick. Jesus. So, okay, but this is only from October and some of November. This is this is this, this isn't oh, even no, the recent. No, not, this I'm isn't not. even the recent stuff. Wow. But this is what was leading up to it. But it's been going on for decades. Oh yeah. This has been oh, going yeah. on for decades. Um. So ten fifteen, an ER tech was stabbed seventeen times. Seventeen times. Please tell me it was with a scalpel. I highly doubt it. It was an ER tech, so probably not. Um, there was one that was really recent. Well, I'll get to that. So 1016, <laughs> McLaren, Flint, and Hurley both had strikes. 
Um, supposedly Hurley didn't, but it was confirmed that McLaren Flint did. RNs walked out or and or did a call out, and about 50, 45 to 50 RNs called out, and one of the areas that was highly affected was their emergency room. And so they had to divert, and Hurley was affected because of the diversion. Oh, they had yep. to send everybody to Hurley. Yep, because they had to. Um, 1018, Minnesota, Abbott Northwest had a strike. Um, Advent Health Florida in October gave bonuses to all nurses that earned it, but not all. They changed their tune. They didn't give it to them initially. They changed their tune because they didn't want to be viewed negatively. So then they, you know, changed their mind. Um, 1026, uh, VCU Health in Virginia had a sick out day. Um, Cabell Hunting, Huntington Hospital, West Virginia had a strike. Um, oh, this is a good one. South Seminole Hospital in Florida in November, a pregnant nurse, I would expect this is probably on a psych unit or a behavioral unit, but I don't know. Pregnant nurse, 32 weeks along. She was giving meds to a patient and another one attacked her, kicked her repeatedly in the stomach, and she lost her baby. Yep. Well, I'd be taking my anger out on the hospital. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. going to say, how can Unsafe you, work practices. How unsafe can you staffing. not sue off that? How did that patient get out of bed and get into another patient's room? And how was there not another nurse, you know, assisting her? Because she was also 30. I mean, not that, you know, pregnant women are useless. I worked all through my pregnancy. But still, when you know you have pregnant personnel or definitely people you watch out for, you know who they are. You really kind of watch your surroundings. I'm surprised, um, like, mama bear instincts didn't kick in and, like, fucking wail. Well, you can't because as a nurse, you can't assault a patient back. You can defend, you can block yourself, but you cannot, you can't, you don't dare hit a patient. Again, this is where there needs to be an actual defense law, like, kind of like a ca the castle doctrine that says, you know, somebody enters your house, you're allowed to shoot them. If somebody threatens your life at work, you're allowed to defend yourself. But we wouldn't need it if they have safe staffing. But you do need it. That's the thing. Even with safe staffing, you still need it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Almost done. Almost done. So, again, in November, RN was treated for concussion because she was assaulted by a male patient hit in the head at Rochester General Hospital. Um, Bronson and Kalamazoo, Michigan, they gave out bonuses to employees anywhere from $500 to 10 grand. So a lot of the RNs got the 10 grand, but like the respiratory therapists didn't because they weren't considered RNs, but yet they're the ones running the machines and turning the patients that are COVID positive and dying, um, highly contagious. Um, Sutter Delta in California had a strike, <laughs> Indiana. A CVS pharmacist died at work because management refused to let her go be seen in an emergency room until someone was there to come and cover her. What? They refused to let her leave, and she died of a heart attack. This is a pharmacist. I, I'm absolutely not surprised at that conversation right there. Yeah. I worked for CVS Pharmacy for almost 10 years. Yep. I have, I, I have seen some of the dumbest things that companies <laughs> ever done. Um, okay, last one, last one. I'm sorry. So eleven. This would be definitely a safe uh, staffing ratio because then you could have a patient sitter with these people. But this is back in November again. Arizona State Hospital. Two patient suicides were blamed on poor staffing. Two patient suicides. 
there were 82 openings for jobs. And one of the stated suicides, this I think was on a news article or a news broadcast. So one of the suicides was a death by scissors. Scissors, scissors, not a scalpel, scissors. scissors. How long would it have taken? Like if they really had a patient sitter with that person, would that have even happened? Hell no. Scissors? Are you kidding me? Scissors. Depends. What kind of scissors? Well, I mean, they're going to be fucking sharp, but I mean, even if you stab yourself in the jugular, the carotid or the wrist, if you have a sitter with you, the sitter can immediately call a code and you can at least, even if that patient dies out within minutes, which sucks because if they hit the right spot, I mean, but scissors, you have at least five minutes, I would think, because you're going to notice someone fucking with scissors. 30 seconds or rummaging through the drawer if if you if they're running rummaging through drawers looking for scissors yeah like how did they get the scissors in the first place the second of that hospital they died by suicide intentional choking like intentional choking their mouth and inhaled it i would expect that because i would think as far as an autonomic experience you would if you physically were trying to choke yourself with your own hand once you, you pass out, to, you would hand. you would let go. Yep. You would get to that brink, so it had to be like who doesn't notice that? That was uh by the way, that was one of the tests we used to use. Uh if somebody <clears throat> pretended to be passed out if or if they really were, like if you go into a party, uh we weren't supposed to if somebody was passed out, you know, we weren't supposed to wake them and it was weird. Mm-hmm. So to tell if they were really passed out or they weren't, we'd take their hand, put it above their head, and let go. And if their hand came down and hit their head, you knew they were passed out. Mm. But if it didn't, because you have that uh, they don't want to autonomic, yeah, you have that autonomic response to move it off to the side. Yep. Um. But yeah. Wow. That's yeah. A, that's a lot. So that, well, the officers need it too. I mean, but they've got certain things in place. Even first responders have certain things in place. But it's like. This is why a lot of people are walking away. And the thing is, these are nursing. These are it, what's going to happen with the doctors. They're not going to have their support staff. Yeah. It, no, I, 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 it's I'm all sorry. going downhill. I'm sorry. Uh, Grey's Anatomy makes it look like the doctors do everything from x-rays to, uh, you know, CT scans to drawing blood. Okay. Uh, it's not a CT scan. The one that they always show is an MRI. Oh, sorry. But because they, they say it's CT. Well, it, they it's may not. say they CT lie. all they can fucking want, but it's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for boom, someone boom, who's boom, had da, 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 CT that's scans an MRI. and MRIs, I call bullshit every fucking yeah. time. Yeah, and magically everybody has insurance in that show. Yeah. No. Yeah, um, no. Magically, so. they don't stop for 45 minutes and make you fill out paperwork first yeah. <laughs> before they yeah. see you. Yeah, they you walk in and as soon as you walk in, it's they grab you. <laughs> yeah. What? No, please sit in our waiting room for the next three hours before you can be seen by a doctor. I've 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 been in waiting rooms where I've seen a person with a complete like gash, like half their head, and they're holding a thing on it in the waiting room, mm. waiting to get in. Yeah, that's a fun story. So that's another thing with short staffing. So I am recently training in a different department right now. And so we have a lot more access. I have a lot more access to like the goings on in our emergency room. And I felt really bad because what was it? Had to have been last week. So apparently 
they only had two nurses scheduled to work in the emergency room. And this ER has 25-ish rooms, 25 rooms, um, two nurses to work it, and then a couple, a handful of tech aides <clears throat> and what, triage nurse or whatever. And this one nurse was supposed to come in at 1 p.m., but got called in to come in at 7 a.m. So that made the second nurse. And we ended up having about four stroke patients within three hours. So these are severely high acuity patients because they're not doing so well. So they need a lot of attention. And between two nurses, I mean, stuff like that, that's unsafe right there. Even one nurse to have four stroke patients. But, you know, they could, I think they could only run eight rooms altogether. And, um, you know, then management's blowing them up. They refuse to divert because of the lack of staffing. And you have a waiting room filled with 16, 17 people. I mean, part of the problem is, too, is unfortunately it's the insurance play because at urgent care, you have to pay a, a copay. Yep. People don't want to do that. So they come to the ER. Well, that's bullshit. Don't come to the fucking ER unless you have it's an to emergency. Pay a copay unless you're admitted. Yep. So if you go to well, the emergency it's still, room, it sucks. I don't know. It does not help the patient. It does not help that. I mean, if you have a legit problem, come to the emergency room or go to your ur urgent care because they'll send you to the emergency room. They'll tell you right away. Oh no, you need well, to go. Yeah. But I, if I, it's a pay thing, no. You know what? Right now they cannot take care of you. But then they're going to bitch about how they've been here sitting forever. When are they going to get something to eat? Honey, if you think you're really sick, you don't need to be eaten. If you right? feel good enough to eat, guess what? You can go home. I have a friend on Medicare that I about blew up at her because she wasn't sure if she had COVID or not. And this is before they had the tests in, you know, every gas station. And rather than going to a uh, ready care or her doctor, because even with ready care, she has to pay a certain amount out of pocket. Uh, she always, for everything, goes to the ER because an ER visit has no... Now, I don't know if that's with all Medicare or just her plan. Uh, I've never been on Medicare to it, know. It may be just her plan. I'm not sure. But I about blew up at her because I'm like, you're taking up their resources absolutely, for a fucking test. You know, I feel bad to say it, but you are wasting their time. For a fucking test? Like, go home and see if you get worse. Yep. Like, and beyond that, why the hell are you standing in front of me if you think you have COVID? Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't uh, care if I you're wearing a mask or not. It's, oh, I don't know if I'm sick, but I'm going to lick your face. Let's find out. <laughs> oh, this this winter has been so bad for me with being sick. Uh, I blame wearing masks for two years because what did I have? Uh, so in November, I got strep for the first time since I was in like grade school, I think. <laughs> yep. Kelly gave um, him strep. Uh, the wrestlers gave me strep. Yes. I was going to say, it wasn't me. Um, I'm clean. Then <laughs> right sure? after... Yes. Then right after that, um, I was on antibiotics for something else right after that in December. I don't remember what that was. Was mm, that a... Yeah, you like, missed like three shows because you were mm, sick maybe. and we made fun of you. 
yeah. for a little bit. Then, and it was like every month. Then in January, beginning of January, the whole house got COVID. And I now Kelly, she went right to work. Like she's like, she's like, work's gonna let me in. <laughs> okay, first of all, it was neither confirmed nor denied that I had COVID. Because I'm pretty that- damn sure I, I had to have had it just within the last two years because of how much I exposure. But I didn't feel any different than any other day. I felt like I had a sinus infection, but guess no fever, nor so throat. I mean, it was sucky to breathe, but guess what? Had, I was functional. You had a fever one day. See, one of the days you had believe. a fever. Oh, no, that was food poisoning. Remember, I came home and I threw up all night? That was food poisoning. But somehow I came down with COVID. My son came down with COVID. But he was negative. No, Chase was positive. When he tested, he was negative. First, then he was positive. Oh, did you do another test? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, we did another. I just another... remembered the two tests that one was negative and his or, he, he uh, was, his negative, was negative, so we sent him to my parents. Uh, then oh, yeah, the next then day sick. that he uh, yeah. he spiked a fever. So my dad, <laughs> who had a COVID test in the car, because uh, their insurance paid for it because it's the state of Michigan insurance. And they're like, yeah, take as many COVID tests as you want. Yeah. And uh, so they had like, they're stocked up on tests. Oh man. And that's such a joke too. And uh, you can get free tests, but now every place is like, no, you got to pay for them. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Our government said we could get free tests. No, what it is is you, no, you, you buy the test the and then you submit it to your insurance and your insurance yep. has to reimburse you. I, don't, I, got, yep. I ain't got no time for that. What my mom's did is who's got time for that? What my mom's did is uh, uh, they put God. money right on her flex spending just for COVID tests. Oh, okay. Um, oh, but anyway, her. so they, yeah, no. <laughs> I know. Thank you, Whitmer. And uh, anyway, so it's the only useful thing she can do. Uh, so they, uh, so they had it. So my son got it. Then my dad got it. Then my mom got it. Then my nephew who lives with them got it. Trust me, you got it. And because uh, you were spiking fevers, you weren't feeling well. So she was allowed to go into work because she wasn't, quote unquote, confirmed well, by the hospital. Or and something. that was during that week that CDC guidelines said, oh, you know what? Even if you're sick, you can still go back. Yeah, to as work. long as you don't. Yeah, that was that three day wife time. Had it. Yeah. And, that, and oh that's what they did to her. They were like, well, yeah. if you don't have symptoms, well, she fucking has yes. symptoms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, AMA guidelines and the CDC guidelines. So she like waited five days, and they were like, "Oh, well, if you don't have symptoms, you can come back to work." So, <laughs> but now that she's back at work, she can't have. They're supposed to COVID test her twice a week, but because she already had it, they can't give her another COVID test till August. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Okay. And I'm like, no. these people have painted themselves in the such point. a corner. It's she goes, a, yeah, it that's could, exactly it what it is. could give a false positive. I'm like. That's what all the tests were. They're false positives. Oh, so they yeah, couldn't figure right. out how to test it in the well, first place. Then, they were too sensitive. And then Everything I, was a false positive. Right. And then when I got it, uh, the school wouldn't let me go back and be around kids to coach for uh, two weeks. And yet the kids themselves, they after, could go back to school after they tested. <laughs> yeah, they tested positive because it was like went through our team like a fire because your wrestlers yeah. were. But the health knows. department says you can go back to school as long as and you wear a could, mask and you're not symptomatic. No. Yeah, that was it. They yeah. all they had to do is uh, once they got a negative test at yeah. the school, they could go back to class 
They could go to wrestling. They could, like, some of them were only off for, like, two days, three days. Yeah. MDHHS. And I'm like, but I'm not allowed to be there for two freaking weeks? Yeah, exactly. I'm the one that's got a paycheck. I don't I can stand off to the side and coach. Yep. Oh, I was so mad. It okay, just, it never made sense. We're we're oh. over two hours. Oh uh, yeah, why we don't are we way move? Over. Why don't we move Sorry. the abortion stuff to next week? We'll so move that. that over. We got to get into some fun stuff. Let's listen to some TikTok. This first oh, one is uh, some uh, advice that are we, we using need to TikTok give. as an upper now? Upper yeah. TikTok. Yeah, yeah. So we need upper to give. Talk. We need to give some advice uh, on oh, this God. one. Am I the asshole for demanding my husband's pay me the one thousand dollars he spent behind my back? My husband, 33, and I, 31, used to have a two-income home, but in 2020, we've lost our home and one of our incomes, his. We moved into a smaller apartment, had to sell many things, and give up most of our costly habits. My husband has an expensive habit of going to the spa for a weekly massage session. We live in an urban area, so this stuff is ridiculously expensive. Does he get a, a single happy session ending? is $250, and he has to have it every week, so that would be nearly Oh, shit! Yes, he's getting a happy ending. I offered him to have his session at a regular spa, but no. He has to get it from that luxurious spa near the restaurant we used to go to, saying the lady who gives the massage is an expert. And she uses her mouth. Problem oh, is, yeah. I'm she the only income earner, and I'm struggling to make ends meet. I'm also pregnant and need to save money to prepare a nursery. I told him to cut his sessions, but he refused. I told him I won't be paying for them anymore, and he said he'd get the money himself. Yesterday, I checked and saw that he's been using my credit card for his sessions for a whole month and has maxed out completely. I found that out when I went shopping for baby essentials and the cashier said I had no money. I had to return everything, then went home and went off on him. I told him he maxed my card out and he made me look like an idiot at the store. He said he didn't tell me because he knew I'd have an issue with it. I demanded he pay me back the $1,000 he spent, but he refused. I yelled at him, calling him irresponsible, and he got upset and called me selfish and to stop playing victim, and that this is affecting us both since he's going to be a parent too, and it's stressful for him, and I keep dismissing his own needs as a human. I went upstairs, and he went out. He started giving me silent, but I kept demanding the money back. He said I shouldn't expect it back since we're married, and that my money is technically his, and I should stop using his unemployment again. Fucking Holy millennial bullshit. Shit. Get a job, pay her back, and stop getting your dick sucked by this massage lady. Okay. I, I find think... irony in this. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, you shouldn't have put this on here with me up here. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, Jason, what'd you do? Yeah. Yeah. Ex- oh, now I'm full time now. I had to become full-time. I'm earning money. Every three to six months. Yeah, but it's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it equals out I in the I make more end. than you. It equals out in the and end. And now I make more than you because I'm full-time. Last year, I made more than you. Last year. So That was last year. That was last year. Did but you yeah, just I say you had to spend... throw away a third of your crop? I can yes. still spend $32 every week on a roll of my Grizzly Wintergreen Chew. I need that. I need Whoa. that. I need that. I need uh-huh. I need that. I need Oh, shit. Okay. Nicotine yeah. Sucks. Okay. But this is a downer talk. This is a downer taking talk. It back, taking it back to her, though. She is not the asshole. She's not the asshole. Um, here's the thing, though, that's that's hard because... Legally, their incomes are the same being married. So I don't think she can legally 
demand it back from him. No, but the thing is, he could help I mean, pay off that credit card debt. Well, the right thing to do is to do that. Yeah. But I'm talking legally. Legally, he's entitled to half, and so is she, with so, half of whatever is earned during the marriage. Um, yep. But he done fucked that up. Yep. And half the debt. Yep. Um, But if they're married, their incomes, even if they keep bit separate bank accounts, mm-hmm. separate credit cards, oh, yeah. it's legally a uh, family income. Yeah. Unless so, there's a prenup. Yeah. Even with a prenup. Well, the other thing is, too, he obviously had access and the pin and stuff for the the card or whatever he used, because you can still be married and not have access to your partner's card. That could be for your own personal use. It just overall still is attached to that marriage as far as a credit score and such. Right. So, I mean, that's one thing, but like we don't steal each other's credit cards, but I'm also not pregnant. And I mean, that's, I mean, it sounds like he's playing Peter Pan. He does not want to take, he does not want to grow up and take care of this kid. That's the thing is he's, the fact that he's spending $250 on, copious amounts of money. I mean, that's $250 a week on a one hour. I get massages, what, once a month now? I cut it down to once a month. Maybe. And I need them for medical reasons. Yeah. It's not like yeah. I'm going just to, and mine cost me $60. Yeah. Um, $250, $250 is like not even two weeks of daycare for an infant. Right. I mean, yeah. it's like. Irresponsible. Are you, are you doing, figuring out how much a year? No. Oh. <laughs> so, so two, $250, like the compromise he should have made was. Okay, I'll go once a month or I'll cut it down and go to the cheap one or, you know, come up with something together. Well, she offered to see if she could find something cheaper for him because she still, I mean, she still cared for him. But then he's like, no, it has to be this place. Now, whether there was something else going on with that that person. Yeah. Well, it may or may not be that. It might be just like the typical, oh, I always go to this Manny Petty place because this is where I always do it. Yeah, I know they're expensive, but it, they get me what I want. It might not be all romantic. Well, probably, but obviously they're still in business, so they haven't been raided. So. Oh, the green spot down here has been raided uh, multiple times and they're still in business. We're not talking about the green spot or whatever spa. the fuck. Spa. Spot. Oh, yeah. That one's in Mount Pleasant. <laughs> uh, and so that's a bar. You need to look that up, Ryan. It's no, uh, good. right, right down the road. The bar. I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the green spot. It's the that's, bar. That's, that's where the uh, football players murder people. No, that's the pub. Oh, yeah. that is the pub. That's, that's the pub. Right. That's, that's down right. off Broadway. Yeah, the pub. That's been shut down I, several I don't, times. I don't go to bars anymore. Yeah, we're grownups. I, I but... try not to. <laughs> but... Jeff was with me when I met you at a bar. Because the yeah. first time? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, well, I remember, I know Kyle was well, with me. Jason was a two at 10 o'clock and then he became a 10 at 2 a.m. That doesn't account for no, the fact that I was, we met up again three weeks later. I was already dating a guy when I met him first. So, yeah. And nope. then. Uh, Somehow that first meeting, I barely talked to her, but I said, I'm going to marry her. 
and then didn't see her for a month. Yeah, apparently I was a tenant too, not even two o'clock. And uh, it's like walked in and boom. What was it? A month later, same no, bar. No, he pulled a Leonard from Big Bang Theory. I'm gonna <laughs> marry that girl. <laughs> so, uh, one month late, about a month later, uh, same bar, and yep. uh, Kelly comes in and. She sits down and talks with us. and uh, Well, you and Mike were sitting right by the entrance talking to Scott. I yeah. it was Mike so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mike was Yeah, Mike was there. And uh, um, <clears throat> that night, uh, you know, found out you no longer had the boyfriend. Uh, you said you, you broke up with him. And uh, so I asked you out on a date. Did not know that the reason she was at the bar was because she literally woke, broke up with her boyfriend and walked to the bar. Yeah, like within hours, <laughs> half hours, minutes, really. No, so not minutes. To, it was to say I was a rebound, like I didn't even like completely. Oh yeah, fuck you were the rebound, of, dude. You're I wasn't re- even a rebound. I was okay, like, first of all, it wasn't a rebound. It's like, yeah, sure, let's try it. Why there was no expectation? No, I was a rebound. Like the ball hadn't even come down. The ball was still like circling the rim. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, let's see what happens. <laughs> but I guarantee yeah, this may only last I, a week. I was single and I was ready for fun. There was no expectation. She was single for like an hour. <laughs> we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend for like a whole nother month. So I was still single for that whole month, honey. <laughs> okay. I was oh, just like, let's see oh, where man, it goes. Oh, man, she's calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is why my wife is not on the show. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the next one $32 worth of grizzly winner alrighty here we go in common law the age of this signaling adulthood is presumed to be 14 in boys and 12 in girls what is puberty, what is puberty? Tom what is the age of consent <laughs> <sighs> that's it <laughs> shit no <laughs> <laughs> he did it on Jeopardy. He did it on Jeopardy. <laughs> so, quick story, because um, I was looking up the uh, the wow. law in Tennessee and everything, which got me down this rabbit hole of, you know, what's the age of marriage, minimum age of marriage. Found out Michigan, California, and a couple other states have no minimum age of marriage. Um, between uh, 2000 and 2018, when a study was done in Michigan, uh, there was over uh, 3,500 underage marriages, people under 18 getting married, primarily girls to men over 25. <laughs> that took me down another rabbit hole because it talked about the age of consent and how <laughs> some of the girls were under the age of consent in Michigan, which is 16. And I'm like, okay, so what's the age it's of consent in different states? In most states, it's uh, 16 or 17. Alaska is 14, which is weird. But up until 1920, most states, the age of Alaska probably has a a life expectancy of like (laughs) 30. Up until 1920, the age of consent in almost every state was 10. Except for Delaware and I want you guys to wrap your head around how a bunch of guys in the state capitol said, okay, we're going to vote yes on this. The age of consent was seven. Oh. Who in, like, 
<laughs> thinks a <laughs> first grader can give consent. Okay. Yeah. Next one. All the vowels are gone now. I love this guy. Yes, there is an H. Harry Boner. If one of y'all says some silly ass name, this whole (laughs) class is going to feel my wrath. Okay. Harry Potter. Harry Connor on Broadway? Fuck. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Harry I said Connor. Boner. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> you know that stuff, A-Ron? P. A-Ron. Yep, you say your name right, right now. Harry Connor. No. <laughs> Harry Potter on Broadway. Yeah, that's it. That's better. Thank you. Now take your ass on down to Oshag Hennessy's office right now and tell him exactly what you did. All right. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> I always loved when he did those skits Hey Aaron <laughs> O'Shea Hennessy <laughs> Name something you wouldn't try Even once uh, Penis Receiving anal Just play it I'm... Brace yourself we got three in a row here During what months of pregnancy Does a woman begin to look pregnant Third. September. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Name something you wouldn't try even once. <laughs> Matthew. Heroin. Sex on a train. What the hell's wrong with sex on a train? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not doing it right. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Oh. A gun. So the you, only Grandma. two acceptable answers to this question are attack dog or homeowner with gun. I'm going to guess... Naked grandma? Naked grandma! Naked grandma. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that either. Exactly. <laughs> that is one of my favorite oh, ones. Is naked grandma. Naked grandma. <laughs> I remember actually watching that on TV. I saw it. I was like, why the fuck would I want to walk into somewhere and see naked grandma? Well, the thing yeah. is, it's no, so- I would want to. I would want to see naked grandma, but that wouldn't be the top of my. List. It came out so quick, and it's very. It's a very specific answer. It probably happened. <laughs> he probably had a very traumatic flashback in that thirty seconds, that split second, and he's like, "Oh my god, I remember that naked grandma." Yeah. I walked oh. into my par- my grandparents' house. She was naked. <laughs> so naked as a bird. Breaking. Break okay, I'm gonna pick the lock. I open it up. Holy shit! There's a naked grandma. It's my naked grandma. Fuck. <laughs> Why did I break into my grandma's house? <laughs> did you forget your key? <laughs> no, I was gonna steal TV, but not anymore. I can't see anything. I'm blind. I'm blind. Oh boy. All right. Name an animal with three letters in its name. Pigeon. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, four, three letters. I thought it said three syllables. Pig. Three letters in its name. Pig. Pigeon is two. Two Cat. syllables. How about dog? Jeff? Squirrel. Fox. Squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Name an animal with three letters in its name. Dog. 
<laughs> Dog. Cat. Bat. Rat. Fox. Ape. Fly. Bee. Pig. Hog. Hen. Eel. Ant. Frog. <laughs> Unbelievable. Someone found in the refrigerator. Milk. Milk. A brand of gasoline. Shell. Mobile. Regular. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Something that comes with a summer storm. Rain. Snow. Sounds right. <laughs> All right, we're not out of the woods yet. Let's see what your brother can do. I got good news and bad news. It's all bad news. <laughs> Give me the bad news first. The bad news is your brother thinks it snows in the summer and is pretty dicey on three-letter words. Maybe he's from Michigan. Bring him back. Here we yeah. go. Name an animal with three letters in its name. Dog, cat, just say something normal. Alligator. <laughs> Alligator. 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 No, that's four Yeah, that's not even. Oh. <laughs> Rhinoceros. Oh, Three letters. Hippopotamus. 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 <laughs> a dodecahedron. Wait, what? I want a dodo bird. <laughs> dodo bird. Those are extinct. <laughs> Hence why I would want a dodo bird. Mm. <laughs> All right, last one. What? After four, how can I help you? Hello, I was looking for Matt. This is Brittany with Rolf Griffin yeah, Service Experts. Trying to reach you. Matt Leach. Are, are you Matt? Um, it's on an account that we have. This is not uh, an incoming call line. I'm just a little wondering why you're calling this number. Because it's the primary number on his account. Okay. Well, I'm going to need to get some information from you. This is actually a secure line on a secure server. You call here in the Nevada desert. This is actually Area 51. <laughs> okay. Where'd you say you were calling from? I'm coming for. I'm calling for. I'm no, in I Texas. I'm. Where you got this number? Nobody should be calling into this line. It's actually we're we're tracing the call right now. Hang on a second. Uh, okay. No, I'm not. This dude is freaking me out. Get the trace report and bring it back. He said that I just called the Area 51 number, and he's like asking me for all my information, but he's tracing my location right now. Thirty seconds to tell me the truth. What exactly is going on? And she hangs up. I need I, that. I do That'd that all the time for uh for student loan third party calls all the time. Nice. I used to uh mess fun. with Do you remember uh the uh scam calls where uh the person tries to tells you you have like 101 viruses coming from your computer? Oh, your Windows computer. I am from Windows. Uh you have 101 viruses coming from your computer. And I'm like I do? Okay, uh, well, how do you know? And they try walking you through how to basically get into the registration to so, so that you look at all of these lines and like, you know, see, those are all yours. Well, I'm on Max, but I don't tell them I'm on Max. I act like an idiot. And I try to follow their directions on my Mac. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I love it when they call me and they tell me they have a warrant for my rest and I'm like wow still really? Unless you send them no, what did I do <laughs> and then I'm like I would I would really think my boss would have told me that 
who was going to be getting a warrant for my arrest. Oh, I tell them what I do for a living. And they're like, well, we're on our way to your house right now. I said, okay. State troopers are on their way also. How do you know that? I just texted the one down the street. Because he's got questions. <laughs> oh, he's got no business. I should just remember, I live in Pennsylvania and I live on more than two acres of land. The The kingdom uh, law affects the outside of my house, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're like... Mm. Are you preparing to do something stupid? I said, I'm going down with a bang. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I said, man, they're like, uh, uh, click. And I'm like, am I, am I going to jail? Am I, am I going to, man? <laughs> now I'll never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go sit in my lawn chair and wait. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. <laughs> All uh, right. Uh, let's finish this up. Uh, how can people get a hold of us? All right. So you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on our website on firetalkradio.com, um, which is hopefully going to be moving soon, eventually. Um, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, um, any other streaming services. Uh, we are on Anchor, so that's always a good place, too. Uh, so if you want to send us an email, our email address is firetalknetwork at gmail.com. Voicemail is 814-380-9820. Uh, find us on Facebook, um, Fire Talk Radio. And all music is brought to you by Psycho Stick. They have a new album out, so please check them out. Fantastic stuff. Well, I want to thank everybody for flying with us today on Fire Talk Airlines. Please be kind to your uh, uh, stewardesses, because we're going uh, back to that name now, uh, as they let you out and uh, say their byes. I also want to thank my uh, niece and nephew and their uh, rendition of high school musical the uh the six-year-olds were uh especially vocal and uh i hope you all enjoyed that um i know the dancing got a little out of hand uh they're used to working uh on a stage and uh they don't take directions anyway so um tip them on the way out um most of them are uh looking for uh Roblox cards or, uh, you know, any type of game card uh, will help. So uh, they would really appreciate that. Uh, Again, we will see you next week on another flight with Fire Talk Radio.